0: Welcome to this episode of Let's Chat. I'm your host Chris Revel, coming from the Cat Cave in Warwick, Rhode Island. We have two amazing guests today, uh, returning guest Chuck Staten and Brad Rohr. They are hosts of the Chuck and Brad Podcast, which I a podcast I really love and I've been listening to for maybe about a yearish now, so it's been cool to like listen to that show, like it, and then like be fr- become friendly or friends with these people like Um, Chuck came on the show a few months back, and I've seen him, we've uh, hung out a few times actually, I've seen him a few times at the, uh, What's Writers Club at some of their events, and I went to the, got to say hello at the last, uh, their 400th live episode. That was really fun as well. It was the first time I met Brad, which was really cool because I had listened to Brad a lot and saw him perform, and like, you feel like you know someone, but you really, so it's, it's so interesting to meet someone and like, already feel like you're their friend without every actual meeting, uh, which is, it's a, it's a, i know there's a term for it, they call it parasol relationship, so it's really interesting, uh, it's one of my favorite things about doing the podcast, is like, listening to the podcast, be like, oh, I wish I could interact with that person, oh wait, now I have a reason to, so it's so much fun, uh, again, Chuck had me over to his home, because he's so kind, set up all the equipment, did all the recording, and I got to play with the cutest puppy, Swiss Miss, and she was am- adorable, as one could be, and it was just such a fun episode. I wanted to So, if you're listening to the Chuck and Brad podcast and you're like man I got to see these these cats live they're going to be doing a couple of upcoming live events Miller's Roast Beef presents Chuck and Brad's Halloween Spectacular featuring the comedy of Ray Harrington, Nicole Aguilar, Derek Francesca, and Derek Furtado at the at the Comedy Connection in East Providence Rhode Island. And it is a weird, spooky, not-so-scary, extremely experimental comedy show. Uh, it's going to be a ton of fun. I went to the last live thing, I think they did, the 4th episode, and I go talk about it in the episode. But it's very vaudevillian. It's really fun. Very, like, Sonny and Cher show or Muppet show meets, like, more modern. Like, there's sketch, there's improv element, there's stand-up, there's, like, these, like, sketches, um multimedia. It's it's a lot of fun, and it's very clear that they put a lot of work into it. When I we did our... Podcast. They had just coming back from working on their show at the library for like six hours, and I was like, "Oh my god, I, that's fucking crazy." So these guys are great. They're both uh, really great comics and really great, great dudes in their own right. And they both do so many different things. Brad, uh, Brad is a uh, working stiff like myself, but also like you know a, a pretty well known improv, uh, improv comedian in this area. And then Chuck does video work for Tell 'em Steve Dave. and know he's also like writes for Motif and. Providence Monthly and lots of stuff. And so they both do all these different things, and then, and, and, and Chuck's also a musician, and they, they, they kind of straddle all these different scenes of culture and they push together for what the Chuck and Brad podcast. And uh, it's what I really like about it, and it's uh, it's great, so I, I recommend it. Especially uh, their episodes with their guests are my favorites. My favorite one they did so far that I've listened to. They did an episode with Dave McQueen from Big Dean's and the Kids Table that I really really liked. More recent one they had Jay List. They've had Kevin Lyman. They've had some really fucking crazy guests on their show. Um, you can see them also at Rhode Island Comic Con. Myself too. But they will be uh, uh, we we'll talk about it in the episode are going to be doing panels. So make sure you you know keep your eyes out. If you see them, say hello. Tell them you heard them on the show. Uh, and if you see me, please, please hit me up ahead of time. Let's Chat Podcast and all the things. Um, I'm going to be... I have a press pass. I'm hoping to be there for Friday and Saturday. uh, And I'm going to be walking around with my wife and some friends. But, you know, if you want to say what's up, I would absolutely love it. Hoping to have some stuff on me to give away. So if you see me and you want a sticker or a magnet, it's all yours, buddy. Come find me. But in all honesty, we also have merch for the show. Donation-based for uh, anywhere you want to put from a dollar or anything else would be great. If you can, and I'll send you a sticker and a magnet or whatever it is you want. Um, if you just want one, and don't have the mu- don't want to or can't, don't have the means. Let me know. We'll make something work. I, I, you can have it. It's all yours. But you know, please do me a huge favor and you know, pass pass the show on. Share it on social media. Tell a friend. Write a review. Just anything to support the show would be so greatly appreciated. I'm really happy to kind of be really really be pushing for this in full swing to really kind of grow this much larger um i want to do more what chuck and brad do i want to like be able to take the show and do live shows and, and moderate panels at comic-con it's definitely a, a dream gig a dream goal uh so it's definitely it's cool so it's, it's nice to get to become buddies of these cats and be like how do you do it and um i guess the answer is hard ass work and bravery yeah so shout out to those cats make sure you go to their website chuckandbradpodcast.com they're on all the social media instagram facebook and twitter all that good stuff that will link you to everything make sure you go get your tickets before the before this sunday and uh if you're listening to this in real time the day of i'll be on facebook live at 7:45 this evening on tuesday october october 21st if all goes well on the codex prime podcast which will also be getting released audio at some point and I'll be on an episode of You Can Do It, Do It. I think that comes out in November, and I uh, have uh, a couple episodes all lined up. We have Anthony. This Friday, I'm going to be recording with Anthony from the band Folly, uh, Denise from eclectic New England, and the You Could Do It, Do It guys, JP and Steve, are going to be signed up. And that should take me through the rest of the year, but maybe we'll record a couple more. We'll see how things go. Um, Anyway, find me on all the things at Let's Chat Podcast. Also, if you want to make a PayPal donation for those stickers, it's also at Let's Chat Podcast. And let's get to it. listened to uh, well it's weird 'cause I'm I've um I know this is actually the first time we've met, but I've listened to your podcast enough so I kinda have that like weird thing where I, I think I know the, you this
1: is the first time that you've met
0: Brad. In person yeah that's really? correct, yes. Yeah. Oh, that's
1: weird. I feel like I've I've met you a bunch of times.
0: Yeah, I met you. we've met a few times. And, and without Brad, huh? Yeah.
1: That's interesting.
0: And it's weird because I had learned of you two
2: as like one unit, so then met you separately. Yeah, that's, that's right. That's how a lot of people think of us as, yeah. you know, Chuck and Brad. Just like one word. Chuck and like, Brad, yes! Like like Sam and Eric from Lord of the Flies. Mm-hmm. At, you know, there's a lot of Lord of the Flies similarities <laughs> in our relationship. As,
0: as do, do you guys get the, um, be like... I'm more of a Chuck or I'm more of a Brad or, like, I'm secretly a Brad or a
1: Chuck or vice versa. We got an email two weeks ago that was like, Chuck, shut the fuck up. Your hate Let, mail Chuck. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we got the hate mail. Yo, I
0: listened to – I'm glad you – I was listening to that episode of it. And I was going to ask you about it. It sounded like you were being trolled, at least when you guys were reading back the comments and the messages. I was like, yeah. are you being trolled? Cause I don't know what's going on. I wouldn't have it was, that. So, I was giving you guys credit for, like, even talking about it on air. I was like, good, <laughs> on, good on you guys. Oh, yeah.
1: It was, was so odd, though. If, be, if someone comes after me, I like talking about it on air. And, you hear uh, that, folks? It's funny because there's, it's it. Is, I think it is positive, but I think people could look at it as like I'm taking advantage of the fact that I can po- talk on a podcast, right. not a one-sided thing. However, if it's someone reaching out to me about me, what are yeah. you gonna do? Yep. Um, but no, I'd rather just uh, I think about this. This is what me and Brad used to have. We we used to say this a lot. I'm sure we both still feel this way. Oh, Swiss. Swiss Miss! So my dog, we have a big bay window in front of my house, and I live on a main street. And people walk by. Like, the bus stop is like outside, so once in a while she'll bark at people that are outside. Have you ever like had any of that weird stuff where people figure out where you live because of the podcast? Because it's not hard. Yeah, someone took a picture of my house one time and posted it on Twitter. That's weird. Yeah, it's not that weird. It's all right. We, he, we put something up. something up. I think it was when we put up the big banner. Yeah. We did a prank a long time ago where we had this friend named Ashley. And uh, she made this terrible face in this picture. Normally a
2: cute girl. Yeah.
1: And she made a terrible face. Very she,
2: unflattering photo. Yeah, like, you know, we all, like, which we all take. Worse than you'd think though. <laughs> which yeah. we all take though. Yeah.
1: And uh, we took her face, and for Christmas to promote like senior discount, my band, uh, our Christmas show, we put her face on a Christmas banner with a little Santa hat that I photoshopped on, and it said Merry Christmas from Ashley and Senior Discount. And we printed out this huge banner and put it in the front of my house because we I live on Main Street. <laughs> And we filmed uh, putting it up and we filmed um, like like people, like her seeing it for the first time, people driving by and stuff. And I remember we talked about it on the podcast, or maybe maybe it was just from the video. And someone drove by and took a picture of it and tweeted it at me online. But I mean, that was intentional. Oh, that's a little, at least there's a burner involved in it and yes. not like
0: they just figured out your address. Yes, that's right. They're like, it's in Rhode Island. It's on a main street. That narrows it
1: down. Yeah. can figure right. this out. Yeah. Um, what were we talking about before? We got you guys internet. had hate
0: mail, and oh, yeah. I, if you explain the backstory, uh, like you were talking about, uh, was that in your most recent episode or a couple?
1: I don't. I think it was the most recent episode. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, I I think uh, I don't know. I think that when people, I, this is what we're gonna say. Oh yeah, the saying that we always used to have. Yeah. Basically, I kind of think that the more secretive you are, probably the worst type of person you are, or the more things you do that you're not, ha- you're, you know, not
3: huh. super
1: proud of, mm-hmm. right? So whenever someone has a criticism for me, I'm always okay to kind of like openly discuss it. Sure. Because I can either, because
2: I, I, there's nothing I do that I'm not proud of or I stand behind. It's weird, I think about with Reddit, uh, a lot of the joy in Reddit comes from anonymity and you can say whatever you want and you can be however you want. My username is uh, you know very similar to my actual name because I'm not gonna post anything that I feel the need sure. for anonymity. Yeah, And so, uh, you know, if I'm like, oh, I have these feelings about this game and I say it on Reddit, I'm not going to be like, oh, my username is like uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, fart noise one, two, three. Fart noise
1: is a fart, though. So why is it just fart one, two, three? Well It was taken. Uh, <laughs> yes
2: <laughs> one fart, no, fart one two three was taking <laughs> yeah. sure was all right, all right. Uh, you know but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna state my opinion and stand behind it and if I if I find myself typing something out and I'm like ooh, I don't want this to come back on me then maybe I shouldn't say it at all, even behind uh, anonymity.
0: I think we're all similarly age range. Like, mm, yeah. so yeah, I grew up with the internet. I feel so lucky I grew up with message boards and got to do all my horrible online stuff before my parents would have found out, like pre-MySpace. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I, oh my God, troll balled. I did all that stuff. Not racist, bigotry. <laughs> Hopefully not. I think <laughs> I'm, I, if... I'm sure there's some bad stuff. I know I've done some bad stuff. I guess we all have. I think, about... <laughs> I
2: think if I had grown up with internet, it would have been a lot of passive-aggressive... Statuses about how hard my life is and how sad I am, and yeah. you know, kind of hoping the girl it's about sees it and decides she likes. So that's me why not. we all
1: started a podcast. Yes, it's hard. There's there's some older like words that are like that were commonly used that are now offensive that I think actually don't fall under the 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 uh, umbrella of bigotry sure. or like racism or anything like that. I think about this a lot like you know how we can't say retard anymore. Oh yeah yeah. Like I always think about that cuz it's such a it's such a, a lone wolf in terms of like no one uses that word because they're like no. I hate this group of people. No one does. No. What other offensive word for a group of people is like that? It's the only one. Huh. It's just it's just insensitive and that's it. And and in up until I mean, know, what what is it maybe even twenty years
0: ten years we used to have a department of mental retardation
1: oh this it's it's still
0: called it's now the, it's, like, uh, it's called, Buddha it's, but, but that, well at least in Rhode connected yeah there was a,
2: a national one that was that went from it was called the Association for Retarded Children and yeah that was in the 80s and then in the late 80s they changed it because you know it was insensitive so they changed it to the National Association for Retarded Children <laughs> that's true but now I that's, think it's that's um, absolutely true and now it's something different
1: oh they took out <laughs> retarded. No, I think
0: the new term is, and um, is intellectually disabled or developmentally disabled. Oh yeah. I actually worked with that population, probably have, like a strong part in my heart yeah, for those yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, and now it's what are we gonna do? This and now we fight over it. And yeah, no, yeah. no, I I totally agree with you too, because I, I I agree with why people don't want to use that word, because it right. definitely it's for the people totally to like the group of people that can't defend themselves. But that's so true. But like I, yeah, but like you're right, dude. I use that word all the time, in middle school, because that's Me I mean, literally, it was a state funded agency that like. Well, did yeah. my dad work? No, my dad worked for the state. Uh, he worked for social services. But there was literally a department of mental retardation.
1: Yeah, I know. Fucked.
0: And I'm I'm 35, so that's that's kind of fucked up.
1: I know. It does very strange. Very very strange. Um, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> Where is little Swiss? My little my little dog. She's, so cute. She's making little sounds, walking around, going. Murk,
0: murk. It's funny because I was just like today. I was, I listen to podcasts like sometimes in pieces of it, and I was listening to your episode, and you guys were talking about the Joker. But I also know that's a conversation you probably had like two weeks ago. So I'm going to start making points. I'm like, you're not going to remember what you were talking about.
1: Oh, uh, I talked about it Wednesday. Yeah, last Wednesday. Wednesday. Oh, one week ago. I'm on top of it then. Usually we do – we used to record Tuesday night and release Thursday morning. And now it's uh, Wednesday night, Thursday morning. Because um, now, like, basically Brad used to have plans on Wednesday night and he's free. And my dog goes to uh, doggy daycare on Wednesday. So the hope is that she's – less energetic while we record because she used to be kind of like hopping around and jumping and stuff like that
0: because i've been thinking about this because i've listened to a few i've been like reading a lot about it i saw the movie i liked it yeah i have to say after after like now like a whole week has gone by i thought it was a good movie that i would probably need to see twice but i didn't like it enough to watch it again and i don't think it warranted nearly enough of the conversation energy that anyone gave it like it was like pretty it was good it was like a dumb person Scorsese Sarke, movie essentially. I thought, I actually and I I, I I like it. I'm still saying it's a good movie, but yeah. it's,
1: a, it's a B. It's not an A. I, I think that I think that in terms of what they are going for, it's an A because I think they were going for something a little bit smaller. Like in other words. I don't know if you could have done more in that direction. I think you know I would have I mean? loved
0: a little bit less. I wanted more undertone and less overtone. Like, I thought it would have been so much better if they really hit home the class warfare stuff, and it was just so a little too overtly. Oh, and the Batman shit was so annoying. You'd be like, did you know this is Bruce Wayne? <laughs> and if I, I, I had to. I thought see, it was
1: perfectly balanced.
0: I know, uh, I know. I thought it was I, I still, I'm not, I know mean, I'm shitting on it. I still, yeah. I think it's the con. controversy aside, I was like, it's a pretty good movie but yeah. like of the two movies that just came out that were scorsese inspired that and hustlers hustlers was by far
2: the- i've not seen hustlers, hustlers That's is the, good. The, stri- the stripper movie right
0: Blue my didn't know what it was yeah. i knew- saw the previews my wife wanted to see it i liked everyone and i was like yeah whatever i'll go see it five dollar tuesday it, it's literally Goodfellas. It's the almost identical tone. The movie will throw you for an entire loop. It's Interesting. emotional, but it's really titillating. Who's, who's in it? it it's uh, Cardi- Jennifer Lopez. J- we'll
1: J- tell- J- for Lopez and Cardi B
0: are in it. They're like the only two in it, and everyone else is a cameo, but the preview makes it look like they're in it the whole time. Mm-hmm. So it's really about J-Lo and, um, and constant, constant woo. I'm sorry, that's her right, name if I said it wrong. And it's real about that, and it has that kind of narrative switch a little bit, mm. like, and a big twist in it. It's not a spoiler, like Goodfellas.
3: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: and it's it's nonlinear, like uh, of the two, like – I liked it. And I also – but to bring it back to the Joker is I hope they keep making these movies because I kind of love seeing a DC movie that was basically like I want to make Taxi Driver, but there's no way to do it without being a superhero movie. So let's wrap it into the Joker, not connected to the EU or whatever. Right, right, and if right. you want, you kind of can because that technically could be like – what was his name in the movie? Alfred? Arthur Fleck. Arthur yeah. Fleck could be Alfred Fleck and then someone
1: – else could be the Joker. Takes
0: on that role as the Joker. It's like, I mean I thought some of that stuff was good. I, I would have liked to see a little more – like, if they were maybe not a little so on the head with it. But I still really
1: liked it. I, I think that um, one of the things that has happened to me is, like, as much as I love the Avengers movies. And oh, I do love yeah. them. I, I love them. fuck out of them. Um, there were, like, a lot of movies in the late 90s. Maybe mid to late 90s, early 2000s. That just felt like movies that were just stories. With, yes. like, stakes. And they were big movies. And they were right. big. They weren't, like... Like, I feel like now you're more likely to get a movie that's like a very small independent movie that flies under the radar with barely any promotion. You might get a movie that's like a a fun cerebral story. Yeah. But in terms of one of those movies being a big box office movie, like Joker, (laughs) that's not super powered or mystical or relies on CG or a huge thing. It is hard to get. Like I think of, you know, Martin Scorsese actually making all those comments recently. Yeah. the anti Avengers comments. And I do think that they're a little bit, um, T- like he's saying and then with a little bit of tunnel vision in terms of like oh, yeah. what cinema has always been right? Yeah. and how different is Indiana Jones and the Raiders of the Lost Ark than you know Iron Man or whatever Oh yeah yeah of course um but uh I do agree that like I I miss movies with real people with real stakes with real like problems that you deal with in real life It seems like that also switched you know? to television though it seems I, like totally.
0: Yeah. And it, 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 the, totally. the, the, the worst part about the cultural conversation is it all comes down to like boring business stuff. They're like, well, we need to make a billion dollars. So this has to do well in China. So that's why you're seeing a bunch of superhero movies. And it all comes down to that. And which, no, I'm I totally with it. Yeah. I, this Scorsese comments too. Like I, he was, I, at first I got mad and then I'm like, huh, this is what it's like to like the popular thing for once. Because first, like, my whole life, always liking the nerdy thing, and yeah. now the nerdy thing's the cool thing. So that, like, in a weird way, we become the jock in that
1: sense. Yeah. Like, yes, totally. That's huh. absolutely true. Yeah, yeah, totally. I was like, huh.
0: But, I mean, I guess he's kind of right. I've anyone earned his opinion, but I also don't give a shit what he likes. He's a fucking great filmmaker, but I don't
1: really want to know his opinions on music. <laughs> it's weird because I, I've been thinking about this recently. I just – I have all these wars and conflicts in my brain that are about, like, uh, you know, ideas and metaphors and, like – basically just like how to live my life and how to look at things and my i always come out with the idea that like there's kind of room for everything oh yeah yeah and you know you apply that to this situation when you say to someone you know i'm not criticizing anybody here but if you said something like i watched this movie i wish there was a little bit less action or i wish there was a little bit more action right now i think about it when i'm like well, what if that's just the exact ratio that the people that made it wanted to oh, have it, right. and what you want is a different movie? Yes. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah. And so I kind of think of Scorsese from that point of view, where he's yeah. like, oh, you know, uh, this this you know movie shouldn't be this. I think that Avengers has done a really good job in terms of making the thrill ride thing that he, yeah. you know, he was talking about, but also making it resonant with consequences and feelings and depth and people invested. Like, the amount of people crying when Iron Man died Guilty. in Avengers Endgame. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't think you can actually achieve that by just making a thrill ride for the past 10 years. Chuck and no I were holding
2: holding hands, oh. weeping <laughs> that, that, into one another's shoulders. I really feel How
0: like. How much that
1: way, of that is true, though? I, I feel yeah, like
2: if you. If, we were sitting next was, to each other.
1: Oh,
0: when I saw it in theaters, I literally was sit, like, like well, whatever, it's good. And like, I, mean, I loved it, obviously. Yeah. And the woman next to me, full sec, handed me a tissue because I was just like. I was very high, and, <laughs> and um, I oh. also have a daughter, and once you have a kid, it, like, fucks up your brain, because then it, then you're not, it is just a beautiful movie, but actually it's the part with Happy's daughter, with yeah. uh, Tony's daughter, it's like, you like yeah. cheeseburgers?
1: Yeah. And literally, you just, the woman just, next oh. to me just goes, All they, they hands just... me a tissue, I was like, <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's crazy, oh, what's crazy is, uh, you know, it's Spider-Man fading away in the end of Infinity War, um, that got me too. Was, was really, it uh, was a lot. <laughs> Yes. and you have a year of waiting until he's reunited yep. with Tony Stark and how Tony Stark finally really hugs him after all the close oh calls in the God. series yeah. and he finally gets him and then when Tony gets the chance to, to snap and he dies and he's dying and it's like they they seriously hit that beat and they wrung out the emotion yes. because it's it's Peter Parker coming back after a year and he's like, we did it, Mr. Stark. Mr. Stark and that Mr. whole Stark. thing yep. oh. and then and then Pepper Potts doing you know her Kirk coming up and saying we're going to be okay you can rest now that was oh, what are you doing to me, man the <laughs> fact the fact that I got I'm goosebumps fact. right now <laughs> I, thought I, all, thought I thought all, hold hands and cry now well, the fact the fact that his overall character is constant talker shit talk and he's not saying anything and he's kind of losing uh. it it's one one point two he he starts losing it he looks down and she says Tony Tony and he looks back up at her like he's like she's like stopping him for a second and then they go to like you know, oh, the the, the, t- the proofs Tony Stark has a heart thing floating in the water, which is this big callback. And you're like, yep. oh, my God. Then it's the funeral. Everybody's there. The kid from t- from three. Then it cuts oh. to the part with Happy and the daughter. It's just uh, – it and then it has the, uh, the uh, will. Yeah. The will that I love you 3000 will. Uh, so it's like fuck. I don't think that those moments – can exist with that much depth if we're watching a thrill ride for the past couple of years. Yeah. Oh, you show me a thrill ride where someone cries at the end of it because of how attached you are to a character.
2: Not possible. You know what I mean? Uh, the Jurassic Park ride.
1: Mr. Toad! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Mr. Um,
2: Toad's wild ride. Okay. <laughs> You know
0: it'd be fun if we can get like Martin Scorsese on your podcast, and then instead yeah, of asking about not... Avengers movies, ask him about other movies that are <laughs> terrible. Be like like, like 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 between two turns, status. Be like, what do you think about like Mordecai? Yeah. What, did <laughs> what did you think just, like... about
2: Biodome? Yeah. It's just it's...
0: Like was that cinematic it's, enough it's, for you,
1: Martin? It's it's fun because it's kind of what you know. He's he's talking about what he wants, and what's a bum out is he's like, here's what I want. I'm getting it confused with what should be. Yeah, and what should be is not cinema for 65-year-olds or however old he is. You know what I mean?
3: 70?
1: Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I think the Thrill Ride comment is a little bit, um, you know, a little bit, Like I said, he has, like, tunnel vision in terms of what he likes because no one's going to get that attached to a thrill ride.
0: Are you cynical, both of you, as I am, as, like, also being, like, he didn't say that is totally a PR person. They're just trying to get some mileage out of the Irish movie he's making. No, but I do
1: feel bad for him because I I, I, I think that someone can just, like, say something quickly in an interview when they're asked a question. Yeah. And then it becomes, like, here's the billboard that they wanted to put up. Yep. And they're, like, no, that's not what I meant to say. Like, you know, he he might not even – because I think he went back and kind of softened his comments afterwards too, right? Did you see Kevin Smith's response? I didn't read it, but it was I did see really good. He's, yeah. I, I saw, it's I saw, big
2: big surprise. I saw, yeah. I saw
1: the headline, like Kevin Smith says, you know, response says that Martin Scorsese made the biggest superhero movie of yeah. all
0: time. But his whole point was just like he like he's Mike Martin didn't grow up watching uh, Star Wars and Indiana Jones with their dad in theaters. Oh. So he's like they're the same movies, just different generations. That's
1: like, funny you, that I made that yeah. same exact point oh, where they thought really you were reading that. the Kevin. Yeah. No, I, I never I did.
0: Like, oh, wow, oh, that's funny. 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 That's great. And I was wow. like, Oh yeah, that's that's true. Oh, that's I also didn't have that much stock into Martin Scorsese's comments, but I also like. Sometimes you get bored and you want to go like round for round on Twitter with someone just to need yeah, right. something to do
1: at work. I,
2: yeah. I I do not. I don't like confrontation. Uh, so if somebody comes after me on the podcast or on Twitter, I'm like, you know what? You're right. I am You're worthless.
1: <laughs> Brad is Brad is he has two modes when it comes to confrontation. It's like roll over and like cut his own balls off. That's yep. the first one. Yep. And the other one is uh scorch the earth. Unnecessary comment. Also true. Because I remember one time I was like, I said to Brad on the podcast because so Brad doesn't drink. He doesn't do any recreational drugs. You know, he doesn't like. I don't do anything fun. Yeah, he doesn't do yeah. anything that's like. He doesn't like car movies. Everything is, you know, a version of like a I white. I Brit don't like thing.
2: to. I don't like to speed. Like, if I'm driving, yeah. I like to go about the speed limit. So
1: one thing I said to him one time. Would we
0: Rulemeister, I think. meister? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Rulemeister. When we did those, came on the first time, I think we ended up calling you a Rulemeister. Yeah, yeah that's, that's correct. I saying that. Yeah. But uh, one yeah. of the
1: things, he, that he's a little bit of a picky eater. He's opened up over the years. So yeah. he's a little bit picky. That's what I kind of so, so I was like, I said to him on the podcast one time, I was like, you know, I was thinking about the fact that you don't drink, you don't do drugs, blah, blah, and By the way, I don't really drink, and I definitely don't do drugs either. But um I, uh, I said, it makes sense. That you would, uh, that maybe you should like, you know, put more thought into really opening up with food, because at least that's a very adult thing that you can share with Ooh. a lot of people. It's a, it's yeah. a, it's a passion that a lot of people share. And he was fucking furious with me. Remember that?
2: Vaguely.
0: I actually really love when I hear about your fights. <laughs> It's, I'm, does that like a part of the show I would have
2: met? I, I think
1: a lot of people. You know, honestly, we haven't had that many real fights.
2: We had a, we had I a...
1: love our bitchy fights. Oh, those yeah. Funny. But they're hard to remember those because yeah. they're so like – because like basically if I take a stance and Brad's against it, he'll start giving me his like bitchy responses and I'll double down on the stupid end of it, um, which, which I'd say happens often. Um, but the real fights are funny too. You know, we got into a fight about Guitar Hero versus Rock Band and who's For, greedy. Forever ago. Like 10 years ago. and uh, <laughs> There's a difference. But Brad's, sometimes Brad's response to confrontation is like he let a monster out of a jar. Yeah, yeah. it happens. <laughs> like I, 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 just, I just shriek. Had sh- yeah. We had, we had <laughs> we, a fight. We, we, with, we, call it, the, we call it a shrieking fit.
2: Within the summer. past couple of years, we had a fight about whether or not everyone on Reddit is a dick. And for some reason, I like dug my heels in, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to defend some people on Reddit. <laughs> yeah,
1: and yeah. then I'm like, no, they're pieces of shit. Pretty much all of them. Well, it's like, like in any
0: relationship when you're fighting about the dishes, it's really about something else. Yeah, well, it's like yeah, the tip right. of the iceberg or uh, I whatever. Think,
1: I, I, I do think that that Reddit fight, Yeah. you were – I don't know. I, I you, know who, do you know who talked about this? This is so funny. Casey Regan. Okay. Who is now Casey Doppelganger? Calderiso.
2: Oh, yeah. that's pretty close. Yes, very. <laughs> Casey Double?
1: <laughs> she said to me one time, she said, I think that Brad fights with you because he resents how extreme you are with your opinions. And it doesn't really matter. What the opinion uh, is like, Reddit people on actually, Reddit. are like, yeah, You don't actually really. feel passionately no. about defending the people on Reddit. Yeah. But you don't like the recklessness of my statement. That's
2: that's. I mean, that's true. <laughs> I actually, I really agree <laughs> with that. I think, I think I, the, the times, same. the times I like get really mad. Yeah. I, it's almost always I'm sleepy I was gonna say that's or I'm, I'm Or I'm hungry. Yep. One of the two, yeah. or both. It was funny. And, I, and I take it out <laughs> on like. You know, ah! something that doesn't have anything oh my God. to do with. It's funny when I listen to your
0: podcast, I like, I find someone to identify so much of my personality, of like both of you two. Like, yeah. I'm like, like if we, I'm like, man, we would have like totally gone to school, but like in so opposite ways. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, I related so much of both of what you said. It's like, yeah, I do that. I do that. I do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I definitely do that.
1: We were driving to, uh, Stephen King of the day. We had to go see Stephen King in, in Somerville and Joe Hill. And, uh, Wednesday night we podcasted about Joker. And Thursday night we drove up and Brad was driving because my car's in the shop. And, uh, we continued to talk about the Joker. We were talking about we were talking about it kind of at a different angle, and you were getting madder at me and madder, and I was kind of like basically the conversation was coming to a close. And then Brad grabbed his steering wheel and he shrieked like you were like I fucking hate Boston traffic. <laughs> and I was I like I was like oh that's why he's fighting with me. Yes. Because we're in traffic. Yes.
0: <laughs> How did you two meet? Oh like, boy! How did you become the, each other's yin to the yang? Years
2: and years ago, yeah. uh, Wait, I because uh, you've been doing
0: the podcast what ten years?
2: Ten years. So 10 is that years. where you met,
0: <clears throat> and that podcast has been around. Not kidding, eleven years. Uh, so the podcast, so podcasts has been around since January just, of two thousand nine. Yeah, that's your so that's show, us, but like yes. the podcast in general, I think started in
1: like eleven. Oh, the
0: like podcast. Like there was no podcast in twenty. Probably, it was probably I bet
1: podcasts right now are like 12 to 13 years old. Yeah, That's my yeah. guess. That, that maybe, cracks. maybe. A, we started in, yeah, 2009 yeah. in January, You're definitely
0: February. early, early, yeah. early, early. Yes,
1: yeah. The only one I really could point to as like a podcast I knew at that time was uh, Smodcast. Yeah. Kevin Smith's podcast.
2: Yeah, he was up there. And, and I feel like there were like educational ones before, mm, like 30 minutes of learning sure. French a week or something yes, like that. Right. Maybe
1: 2007,
0: yeah, I want to say. Because yeah. I, I used to love, Mark has had one.
2: Yeah, yeah. Little so way, I think it came back. I
0: was the Yeah, first that one. was and fun. Alternative press had a really good one. Yeah. Because it's so sad to learn that they were only made for the iPod. That they just needed to sell this product, and they didn't know what to do. So they're like, "Oh, make podcast." Yeah, I and know. The iPods don't exist anymore, yeah. and podcasting's a booming industry. It's so, it's, a booming industry.
1: It's, it's so weird. It's
2: very strange. But back
0: to you guys. So like, how yes. was this? This. Uh,
2: I was. Uh, I was doing. Trouble? Yes. <laughs> do I was doing improv in Newport, and uh, one of the people in my improv group. Also happened to be the bassist in Chuck's band. Is this and, the
0: Firehouse? Yes. Oh, I like that. I've been to that place. That's really yes. cool.
2: And uh, so Chuck had come to see some shows. At the time, the band was doing scripted comedy videos to promote the band and shows and and, uh, kind of themselves and because they they enjoy doing it Mm -hmm. and the the videos were getting more and more serious and so they saw Chuck saw me perform and he's like wow we need that guy in our videos because he brings such a different energy like kind of a nerdy conservative rulemeister energy exactly to like this this world of the punk band where they're kind of You know, not not anarchists in like a a strict sense, but like there's there's an element of chaos in in what they do. It was
1: it was jackassy, but also like our characters, because it was scripted, so Mm -hmm. it was like a TV show. Would be like, oh, we accidentally burned down this venue, and oh, we accidentally did this, yeah. or we did this dumb thing, or it, it was always be something that's kind of reckless and dangerous so or silly. Yeah, exactly. So we wanted to have a straight man.
2: And so, you know, that we we actually ended up doing a sketch show in Newport, and then uh, mm-hmm. like kind of through that, we uh, we we you talked about. Doing a video, and then we started hanging out as friends and working on this video, and then it was like, oh, like Sunday nights, we all get together and watch the VH1 reality TV shows mm-hmm. and kind of all these different I mean, the things. I love the 90s. Uh, no, it was uh, like, like Tool, Tool Academy, yeah, Tool Academy, Doctor Dr. Drew Celebrity Rehab. Oh wow, the, I uh, love not, uh, awesome. <laughs> a Daisy of Love. Daisy of Love, mm. yeah. and Rock of Love, of yeah. course. So, uh, so we kind of started hanging out then, and and I had wanted to do a podcast before I really knew what I wanted to do, like a a scripted comedy podcast, like basically a half hour radio sitcom. Mm. But like, I don't have the talent to do it. And I certainly didn't have the talent to do that 12 years ago. And so we talked about the idea of different podcasts. Well, Chuck was redesigning the senior discount, uh, his band senior discount website. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, I, I want new content that will draw people in. And we can't make a video every week. We can't record a song every week. Mm. But we can do a podcast every week. Mm-hmm. And so putting that up through the senior discount site will draw people draw people in, and they'll you know keep the band at the front of their mind. And we can also talk about all these different things. Uh, I I think I had a we both had blogs at the time: Chuck Staton's Trash Heap and something like Optimism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, by the way, hilarious to go back and read, especially Was Chuck live yeah. Journal. Uh, Era? this was blogspot. It was like blogspot. Yeah. Okay, it was just straight up blogs. So Go, like going going back and reading like Chuck's fight with Verizon about his internet or something. <laughs> He's like, let me tell you about the worst service I've ever had and like list the whole thing. Or like, here's a picture from, uh, the, the Super Scope game for Super Nintendo, the Yoshi oh, game. Oh yes,
1: Yoshi's. There's a game, so there was a light gun for the Super Nintendo called the Super Scope 6. Hmm. And it was uh, a bazooka. And there was a game before it called Yoshi's Safari, where you were Mario on Yoshi's back, and it's a whole likeland game of Super Mario World. That awesome. It's incredible. So, Did you imagine yeah. that today, though, if they try to come out with that? No, yeah. well, it's 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 like little balls that it shoots. It's fine. Yeah. It's yeah. fine. I'd like one.
2: Oh, it's uh, great. That's so awesome. we uh we we both had blogs, and it was like, well, we can kind of like the stuff we would normally blog about. We'll just talk about it, and it, you know, we sat down to record our first episode, which was our favorite things of 2008, and it was like, wow, hey, man. Me? I hope, I hope, you know, our goal for this is 45 minutes. That's, we just want to make sure we do sure. that. That'll feel like a good podcast. And it was like three hours and 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. And we're like, okay, we can do this. We can, we can keep yeah. up a conversation. We can keep it moving and engaging and interesting. Yeah. And, uh, that was kind of, you know, what started it. So, so yeah.
0: like you guys have been friends for like 11 years now.
2: Yeah. About that.
0: A
1: little bit longer. Yeah. Baby. The
2: first, first time I hung out at Chuck's was in the summer of 2008. It was, uh, his wow. extremely gradual graduation party. Mm. And, uh,
1: yeah, that's right. You T- Van Wild, Real life Van Wilder. Uh, it was more like it was funny because I took film classes at Rhode Island College, mm. and the film head changed like three times while I was there. Real pieces of shit over there. Uh, Bonnie McDonald, I think her name was. Don't know
2: if you want no. to do last names. Okay.
1: So basically, she was so mean to me. Um, I basically had made like a, like, I had done these senior discount videos for years, and I made a 90 minute documentary that was entered into a film festival in ohio the indie gathering film festival and won for best comedy and she was like and i was like hey is there a way i can kind of like test out or or like like prove that i can do the stuff from level one film that i never took this one class where you only have to produce six minutes of footage over the course of the semester unedited footage and i have this documentary and she's like nope you can't do that wow yeah and she's like nope you have to go back and take it i'm not i'm not accepting any of this stuff and i was like wow and another teacher who will remain nameless because he asked me not to tell anyone this um said like to be completely honest i don't know how she sleeps at night and so what happened was for me you know i started going to rick um and uh it was gonna take me a total of five years to graduate i went to community college of rhode island first for one year and then it was going to take me an additional four to graduate from Rick and then I had to go back to take that and then there was one class it sucked it was only available in the spring semester so I went to go sign up for it in one fall right the class was full so that means it's not available the next fall I had to wait a full year and a half before I could actually take the final class and that class was an important one I couldn't skip that one that wasn't like a film intro class seriously? yeah and um I mean that that one, that one made sense because it was like the final class I just must i either must have not registered early enough or i should have known that it was like there wasn't that many spots and maybe I should have your advisor done should it have done it early been on top of that. you know I wasn't really i didn't really go to my advisor I actually made a couple mistakes in college where like when I first went I didn't go to my advisor so my entire first like two-thirds of my college career i did all major stuff and all gen eds and at the end I was like all right I finished all my major and my and my gen eds what should I do and they were like you didn't take any Electives. You got to take all your elective classes. Oh yeah. Because yeah. I just didn't think about it. I thought about it more like high school, where I'm just like, oh, I got to take this. I got to take this. Sure. And so I just, I just never really went to my guidance counselor. Everything was fine. It just, I just did it kind of a backwards way. Uh, Bonnie McDonald, terrible, inconsiderate, uh, film head, without a doubt. Right. Holy shit. I'm sure she's not the film head anymore. Um, uh, but she, that that time at that point in time when I had done so much more film work than everybody in my class, yeah. and she was making me go back and take that uh, opening class when the teacher of that class was like, no, you shouldn't be taking this class. It was so... They were just uh, trying to squeeze like $100 out of you. It, I don't even know why she did it. You know what I, wanna, I really think? I think that she just didn't give a shit, and she had her tunnel vision of what film was. Yeah. So when I sent her footage of... You know, documentary style footage, band playing, different things that we made into this documentary. I think she just couldn't give a shit less about it. I guess.
2: Real Scorsese, I'll tell you that. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Yeah, Yeah, there you go. So (laughs) you guys met
2: that way. Well, I was sorry. I I want to say we. So I I go to his extremely gradual graduation party, Mm. and his uh his brother is younger than him. His brother's girlfriend was there and she had a friend there and it was like a pool party or whatever. And so like, you know, Mm -hmm. it's these 18 year old girls in bikinis. And so Chuck and I are talking and these girls come up and like, hi Chuck. And Chuck says to them, Oh, Brad here was just saying what a bodacious body you had. And I'm like, what? That's not what I said. (laughs) And then I'm like, that's not what I said. Isn't the right thing to say because I didn't actually (laughs) say anything. Yeah. And, And so, you know, it's just me trying to like talk my way out of that one. Fine. That night we go we went and see Alkaline Trio play at Lupo's. Oh great show. Yeah. And then afterwards we went to Johnny Rockets on Thayer Street.
0: Not such good food. And uh, I love Johnny Rockets. Get some chili cheese fries. Like Johnny Rockets extra All cheese, right. no oh, you onions. Son of
2: a bitch. And the waitress comes up and Chuck says to her, Oh, Brad here was just saying what a bodacious body you had. I'm like, I didn't say anything. <laughs> I didn't say anything. You're very nice, I'm sure. But She's I She's really nice. Yeah, she was. Yeah. So, uh and, and that lot. that kind of set the tone for like how oh, Chuck. For the next eleven years. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but there's
0: something about well, that like personality type of like the, the two of you that that like feeds off of that. Yeah. Like, cause yeah. like I feel like uh, I've definitely been much more of a nervous person up until recently.
1: There's, in life. There's a, there's a classic relationship thing of yeah. making your friends a little uncomfortable oh, and it's making great. them deal with situations. That's funny.
0: You don't maybe even realize it until years later, but like, cause like subconsciously it's like they're pushing you out of your comfort zone when you don't need it. Smart man. And then, nope. Uh, but, then, <laughs> but, then, but, but then, sometimes you need, but I also have the part of the problem where I like, maybe like, uh, do things that like go too far and you need the Brad to pull you in. Yeah. was like, Ugh. that's hilarious, but I, I wasn't your 400th episode live show yeah. and you told the story about showing the porno of bread and I was hoping you guys could recap that. <laughs> um, that was like a moment I was like, that's where you need the Brad to reel you in.
2: This, that was the, the 300th episode was when we actually shared Yeah, it. but I, I yeah. saw, but I heard the story. We yeah. had
0: the 400 and I was like, listen to that. I was like, it's so funny. It's so funny. So awful. I can't believe you forgave him, but hilarious.
1: <laughs> First of all, hold on, hold on. not awful. Uh, understandable, awful. An understandable oversight. I, well, like, <laughs> it was hilarious. How, all
0: right, how about you guys tell your – it's your story, so tell the story to the people so they understand what I'm talking about. So, it's hilarious to hear, but when I put myself in your shoes. I was like, oh, my God. That is – Fucking, fucking
1: hilarious! I'm so glad it wasn't me. So for years, well, when, when you hear what it is, you're gonna be like, oh, that's not a big deal. Well, for years, I had the idea of some, including some kind of porn star in a video, <laughs> to do something. And so I the Brad and all of us were right. like, that should be your first clue. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't figure out what that prank could be. Of how, how do you incorporate a porn star in a prank? I had some ideas. They weren't really, they didn't really make sense to me. And then, um, you know, uh, Christmas was coming up. And I was like, well, what if I could reach out to a porn star, <laughs> and she would, um, you know, like say a script that I wrote, a very short script, and uh, say some, you know, where she plays a character, a fictional character, and a guy plays Brad, and uh, at least, at least the guy plays Brad, and she plays a fictional version of, of like a person that exists in our world, you know what I mean? Uh, like as if Brad was like, yeah, like at my, uh. Every, every Sunday I go to the grocery store and there's a woman there named Sophia. And like, you know, we just were yeah. like, oh, Brad knows a girl named Sophia. We'll use that person. Um, and I was like, oh, it'd be so funny to do that. And I just reached out on Craigslist to different people and everyone was kind of saying, oh, the script is funny, but no, we're not going to film this weird <laughs> semi-porn half comedy. I don't really know. What, I mean, who
2: would understand it? It was, it it is. was a full porn half comedy. So it was just, 150% uh, of the I, movie. I, I will well, let's review.
0: pause. I want to yeah. put a pause. What, what year are we talking? 2011 11 so it's 2011 adult yes. male going on craigslist trying to lure women into he's, the, not, uh, he's no, not luring no no
1: no, no I, I it could he be was trying to he was, he was trying to hire way. them i shouldn't say i shouldn't yeah. say sure Cra- sure you yeah. you are but you could also i shouldn't I, say <laughs> craigslist i was actually finding women who did porn and contacting them yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I, again not, not a single part anyway, i'm sure like i think this is hilarious mm-hmm. but that's where i could like, tell like the different personality types of me is like yeah, all of this is like, yeah, dude, that is so weird. Well <laughs> it's so fucking so I love so, the story so, so much. my my idea was to
1: include uh, was to include inside jokes about Brad. Yeah, all oh, that's one, so One great. joke, you know, simple <laughs> simple. Brad has long arms. I do that's it. That's all that's the joke, is that she mentions it. And then, you know, all these different things. So I wrote this porn. <laughs> And it's like, and it's weird because it said, it's all, all I care about is the jokes. You know what I mean? Like it's the, the I context really is you were funny. Gonna say all I care about is porn. No, all right I care there. about is the jokes. The the, sure. the porn is way secondary. So it would have like, you know, five lines of jokes and then like, then, uh, you know, the girl gives Brad a blow blowjob, blow job, <laughs> and five lines of jokes, uh, this kind of sex, whatever it is. <laughs> so I sent it to this woman who said she would do it and we, we kind of didn't believe she would do it. And 11 of us, 11 of Brad's friends chipped in nine. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. $9 each. 'Cause she wanted a hundred dollars to do it.
2: So And you proudly state you're like nine times eleven is ninety nine, Brad, I put in that extra dollar. That's, I did. that's Chuck <laughs> I being did. proud.
1: That's love. Yes. It's so funny. Cause uh so So anyway, so I wrote this porn and I was like, All right, she's gonna film it, I guess. I don't know how is this gonna happen? How is she gonna film it? Well, I don't really understand what's gonna happen, you know, no one knows what to expect from it. And I get the file, I download it, and I'm in my room at my parents' house in 2011, and I'm like, how can this be? And I open the file. And it's funny because, you know, also if you listen to the podcast a lot or you've seen our comedy shows, you can kind of read our voices and hear our voices through our writing. And, uh, um, you know, it opens up, and it's this woman who is probably like 55. Yeah. and But she has brand-new, huge breast implants. And she's dressed like you know uh, scantily and a guy walks in with like slacks and a button down shirt and he comes in and he goes, he goes he goes hello he goes hello lady he goes uh, I, I can't believe it my time machine worked and she goes and she says cuz Brad hates planet of the apes one of the jokes we wrote was she goes oh no it's a, it's an ape from the planet of the apes and she goes no it's me and she goes he goes no it's me my it's Brad roar and my time machine worked and she says <laughs> You just want to feel and pinch and suck my titties, and she pulls out her boobs, and uh, he said, "100 bucks is still a steal for this." By the way, I, I don't, I'm trying to, I'm trying to not reveal anything. We don't want to reveal, but he says, uh, he says, "I'm come back." He goes, "I'm come back in time to pork you because you're young and heart, young and hot, and I'm gonna pork you like you've never." Been. He goes, "I'm gonna pork you like you've never been porked before." the delivery is so funny but then it goes into all these jokes about brad and she's making these jokes but she's giving him a blowjob, and you know it's 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 bananas and i laughed that is the hardest time i ever laughed and i was basically like starting to throw up just from laughing so hard so i had to turn it off and step away for a minute to regain my composure i went back and watched it and it's funny because um you know Done with a lot of love, of course. And, uh, the jokes, the jokes, none of the jokes were mean. They were all like that. Like, you look like an ape from the Planet of the Apes. Your arms are long, whatever. And, uh, when I got it, I was like, oh, this porn is really getting in the way of these jokes. And so I cut out a lot of the porn. I just kind of like cut to later in the porn sure. part. But you need some of it just to link, just logistically. So I just thought it was funny. And, uh,. You know, we got a bunch of us together on Christmas, like 14 of us, our friends. We did all Christmas gifts, and it was like two in the morning. And I'm like, "Oh, Brad, there's one final gift, and it's this DVD." And he put it in, and we watched this this Brad porn. And uh, first of all, you hated that we they said your name, yes, Brad Roar. Uh, and then uh, you hated it. And so Brad, we watched it, and everyone laughed, and Brad laughed more than he wants to admit. Quite a few laughs. And then he didn't talk. Uh, there is
2: a good joke that was uh, – uh, it's like, oh, do you like my balls? And she moves the penis, looks at him, and says, no. <laughs> Which is super funny. Yeah. That is funny. Um, and then, uh, you know. It ruined my Christmas.
1: <laughs> really all- wait, wait, really? <laughs>
2: yeah, absolutely.
0: Is this all still legal? Because you're – no. Well, yeah, I mean, why not? It was videotaped. She's
2: right? 55. It's legal times three. Right?
0: No, but at paid, least <laughs> you technically paid for sex. But oh wait, it's videotaped. No, oh, no, legal. Yeah,
2: yeah, no, like you know, they're they're professional actors. Oh no, she's so. on Pornhub. You can go yeah. look her up. Oh, don't. Sexy Melanie. Nope, don't do it. Don't do it, folks.
1: And uh... I hope that video is not on four years. Is not on Pornhub too. A lot of stepmom stuff. No, no, no.
2: But um, so <laughs> at, at this point, it's step great grandmother.
1: <laughs> so. But I didn't talk to me for a couple of days, and when he did talk, I said to him.
2: I didn't. It. I didn't talk to any of the friends. Oh really? Were, yeah, I wasn't answering texts at all. Oh. I, I was like, what? Why am I here? Uh, how can these people think that's an appropriate Christmas gift, in, in particular Christmas, which to me symbolizes innocence and purity. <laughs> and for Chuck, from, uh, is that true? I, 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 it, it, do you come from like a the, are you religious? Yeah, yeah background? yeah.
1: What if it was a Halloween gift?
2: Oh, then perfectly okay, <laughs> devil. Devil, skeletons, be... <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah,
2: or April. <candy. laughs>
1: yeah, um, this
2: board wasn't dirty enough. Yeah. That's why you don't talk to us if we sure, gave it yeah. to you on Halloween. Uh, no, it felt it felt like a personal insult. Uh it was how it felt.
1: <laughs> but it's hard because I, I we've talked about this many times, but I ask him to explain like how because we, we we would always This kind of came as an evolution of the cards. Yes, what we used to do we've done a bunch of times. Is we used to make these like funny cards. We would all draw each other, us and like a bunch of our friends, and uh, they would get longer. Like one of them was like, "Oh, this one's three pages long." This instead of you know, a card just opening. Then it was four. then it was five. Then we got to like probably twenty-five page long cards that were full stories. They would be like parodies of movies, and yeah. they would take a long time to do. Yeah. And it it was kind of an evolution of that. So it's hard because I feel like all those jokes would be used in a card, and that would be fine. The only difference is the porn. And I don't understand what that has to do with you.
2: Um I, I don't want to go into it yeah. on a <laughs> yeah, podcast. Right, right. I like and the fact that we we already went into this. Yeah, yeah. Can, I,
0: can I quote the office for everyone? Yeah, Where
2: no. is the line, Shan? Yes. Do
0: you yeah. need to see the video bug again, Michael? Yes. So I think we're having that conversation. It's, uh...
1: So Brad, I didn't, no, no, no. Brad, I didn't yes. talk to us for two days. He was showered with comments from other people that said, like, wow, those guys care about you a lot and he was like, damn it. Well, one person said that. Yes. <laughs> and um we talked about it and I was like, Alright, well, you know, first of all, it won't happen again. That's the most important thing, right? Yep. Regardless. This is like
2: as we're driving. Like, first of all, Chuck's Snowstorm. like, "Hey, hey, let's talk about this," and I'm like, "Okay, let's talk." And he's like, "Yeah, I have to go pick up this 3DS game, That's possibly a DS game for my brother. Uh, we're gonna have to drive an hour and a half to a different Best Buy to do it. Just get in the car." And so there's no way I can like leave the conversation yeah so chuck is oh, dad. chuck is basically a dad it. yeah, no I'm... it's he trapped me in the car and so like mm-hmm. uh we we talked about it and you know he just kept invalidating my feelings and telling me <laughs> <laughs> you were invalidating my feelings uh, yeah there, there were no valid feelings in that car yeah. uh and, and you know and, and we talked through it and and you know every relationship Figures out kind of where the lines are, and that was that was a a spectacular way to do it.
1: Yeah. Do you guys have to go like couple therapy or anything? No, we talked about it pretty much then, and I told him right then, I'm like, even if we walk away and you and I feel completely differently about this, I won't do this again. Yeah. And that's more important than me saying, well, here's how I feel. It's more important that this something like this doesn't come up again. So you guys have found your balance. Yeah, yeah. exactly, for that. And so what happened was at our 300th episode live. See, this is the part of the story yes. that I thought was even funnier. <laughs> so, I was <laughs> like so terrible but hilarious. We talked about it and I was like, well, what if we brought it up and um basically the idea was like, we'll bring it up that you're mad about it and that we'll show it, but we'll show a version that could be in like a rated R movie where all of the genital stuff is blurred out or not blurred out uh, like a big black bar is over it. And the idea was that, and I, you know, I told Brad for it, I'm like, you're going to, you know, we're going to, we, well, we wrote together. He was like, he's going to say, you have to create an education. You, you've created a porn about me. Now you have in re, in response, you have to create an educational math video. And I, and I, and I told you know, to make up for it. And I told him I'm going to manipulate that idea. And he said, okay, so we go to our 300th episode. We do all our shit. And at the end, I'm like, you know, I told the story of this porn, and I'm like, here's here's the porn with a lot of the porn edited out, and then also, on top of that, all the genitals having a big black bar over them. And we showed the porn in this room at our live 300th episode, but what we neither of us realized was that it almost doesn't matter if that stuff is blocked out, yeah. which I didn't think about that. I was like, oh yeah, like if you see a dick on screen versus if you see... A big black bar that blocks out a dick, like it's 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 censored. You could show it on TV, like Jackass. Mm. But really, when you watch porn and people are having sex, it's almost like the entire context is the porn. Yes. It's not just the genitals. Huh. So we just watched it in this room, and I think there was a lot of shock sounds and a lot of gasping and a lot of like people that were like uh, shocked. But here's the problem: so people were way more shocked than either of us thought. We thought the censorship would work. The censorship almost didn't censor it. And then the educational math video was that I just took the porn and I re-edited it to make it into a math video. <laughs> <laughs> and so we then we just showed the porn again, oh. and it was the same thing. Wow. That was the manipulation. I didn't know the first part of the
0: story. I just knew that part of it yeah. you showed it to the crowd.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, so. Wow. It was. I will say this. So that was the best ending to any live show we ever did. And here's what it was we had the Brad porn we announced beforehand it's on this disc. This is the master disc. Um, and when it's done, Brad's going to break the disc in half.
2: Yeah. I think it was like, Hey Brad, it's under your chair. Take it. Oh, break no, 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 it no, no. oh all right. Sorry. So
1: I said, here's the, we have the yeah. master disc. He, we have the master disc. Uh, Brad's going to break it in half. And it was me, myself, Brad and our buddy Lou had kind of helped me. So we showed it, we showed the math thing. Everyone's shocked. And, uh, I'm like, Brad, I had Lou tape the master disc, under your chair so it's under your chair right now he reaches under his chair and he grabs it it's taped there and he goes i go and you get to break that in half so we can never show this porn to anyone again the brad porn saga is done and he breaks it in half and everyone claps brad porn's done this was it and then lou goes wait you just wanted me to make one copy and just put it under brad's chair and everyone slowly reaches under their chair and every chair did you know about that nope no every chair had the disc <laughs> on it that said Brad porn on it and I was like oh ladies and gentlemen this has been the Chuck and Brad 300th episode we'll see you later and me and Lou ran off stage with our math lab coats on yep. <laughs> and we ran away and Brad's like left there on stage with everyone being like oh, and they're like holy shit and it's this, these discs and stuff and everyone's, you know, it seems like we've distributed the Brad porn as opposed to destroyed it. Right. And Brad's like, well, uh, I guess that's our 300th episode. Don't know if there'll be a 400th. And the ending was just like amazing. Here's the best part. So, you know, this was a couple years ago, so people weren't using DVDs still. So it said Brad porn on it, and then it had a small URL link written on it, and it was like www.vbwkids.com/bradporn.mp4. And so people. Type that, go home, type it in. And they type it in, download the video, open it. It's me and Lou. We're like, you sick motherfucker. You just saw this thing twice in a room with everybody. How the fuck could you bring yourself to nothing? Get fucking sick. And we that were just, is it's just, really I was good. And that was the end of it. And so, like, with that many builds and twists and reveals, come on, that's a magical moment. Uh, That was great.
2: Less magical (laughs) was that I had many church friends in the audience for our 300th episode who were not delighted by the showing of pornography, even, uh, you know, censored pornography. Uh, mm-hmm. it did not go well. So I had a lot of uh, relationships to repair oh, after that episode. Oh my
0: god, that that's so fucking funny. So yep. what? Are, that's that's so funny. I love. I I'm just such a it's well. Like, we um, we
2: also had footage of us at a coffee shop, you know, uh, discussing, like, how do we end the show? And, and I, it and wasn't
1: it wasn't made up. It wasn't scripted. Wasn't I was at the time, and I still do this once in a while, I'll take a GoPro and I'll just film a lot of stuff we do just to have it. Nice. And so I would filmed this writing the show.
2: And so I'm like, I don't know. I just don't want to do it. I don't want to end the show with that. I don't want to, to show that on stage. And Chuck's like, well, can you think of a better ending? I'm like, well, no, but, blah, blah. And, and so we have that footage of me objecting <laughs> yes. to the video. To the content. whole thing. Yeah. Wow.
0: Well, it's like um like the conan o'brien andy richter like there's the, the tall thing like the not tall thing, you know what I mean, yeah are, but yeah, like yeah, the, yeah the opposite ends of each other i think that's why your show works so well so that it's so sense. interesting because there's always like a little piece of yeah of any of those things you kind of like both sides. so, so of you thing.
1: were at the forges episode i remember you were yeah, there, right? yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and uh, you saw brad my
0: friend um nate pb i don't know if you he was at the listening party yes <laughs> i think he i invited him to it and he's like oh yeah that sure we'll go because he's like one of my good buddies and then he's like halfway into it, he's like Oh, yeah, I was at their other show. Like, he didn't put it together when I sent him the Facebook Oh, that's through. funny. That's that's for some funny. reason, like,
1: huh. So you saw Brad's Revenge, my wrestling. Yeah, oh, it was great. Oh, that uh, came yeah. out. That came out, that out was, pretty.
0: I was excellent because I, I love both of your styles of comedy. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely go back and forth between that, like, I'm probably one step. Like, I don't like jackass. I'm, like, one step. Like, I, like like the show Jackass I'd like there's parts of that show I'd like and parts of that like, would go way too far which I'm sure you like <laughs> so I, I would more yeah. like at your speed of it well, I
1: don't the... love poop or gore
0: no you know? right,
1: well, not really no. I'll, I'll say this I think me and Brad have probably identical views on Jackass did
0: you get arrested yeah. for like giving yourself an enema? Is that somebody else? My memory is not so It's hot. probably somebody else.
1: Um, well. No, it's me. Or, yes. Oh, right. Good, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I assumed, all
0: right, as I'm saying, it's like, oh, fuck, I'm an asshole because I'm thinking of somebody. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. no, no. So that's why I probably you were.
1: That was the thing that Bonnie McDonald rejected. That old, <laughs> dusty... <laughs> that,
0: that
1: bitch. i sure I get hired to work be. at
0: my office tomorrow. Yeah, okay. yeah uh, I know. No,
1: it's a... Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we were doing um part of what we did every year for... Like just as friends, a bunch of us would film. It's weird because we use this a lot of these filmings to promote senior discount shows. My band, Senior Discount, like I said, we were doing scripted videos. We also do like prank videos and just crazy videos for promotion. And uh, every year we do a thing called the VBW Olympics – and part of it was just a task based scavenger hunt. So you had to do different, certain things, and one of them was called Enema at Fatima, and you had to give yourself an enema in front of the school of Fatima, which is on a main road.
0: Wow. It's not it, re, uh, religious, right? Yeah. It's like that's Hospital that's I why
1: I was arrested, because they thought it was a hate crime, but uh, it wasn't a hate crime. No, I love shit. Yeah. And church. They thought something. it was a whole soccer team so you can you know what does oh that mean about God. my Yeah, what does it say about the soccer team? Or well no <laughs> about me. I... <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, like, wow, about that. What have you been eating? Yeah, so yeah, that was all right. I mean, I was actually telling Brad today, today we are were, we're writing our our Halloween show, which we'll plug at some point. I was actually yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. fine. Um and we were at the library in in Warren and I was like, "Oh, I rebuilt these shelves in the library as a, you know, as a public service thing because of my enema arrest." Pretty good. That's a, pretty good. Full circle. What, and so what is your origin? So besides how you
0: guys started the podcast, you're both like um, – actually, I'm going to go farther back. I know you're from Indiana.
2: That's correct. But mm. that's all I know. Where right. in Indiana are you from? I'm from northwest Indiana, a little town called Dyer.
0: My aunt lives in Indianapolis. No, uh, Bloomington. But I know Indiana uh, is a yeah. much larger I'm, I'm state, like, so it's not three, the same as two world. and a half to three hours north. Oh, of so like Boomington. different world. So, so uh, honestly, yeah. like okay. So like I, it, it, it's matter.
2: closer to Chicago than anything, but like oh, kind of halfway between Chicago sure. and South Bend.
0: Is that where um Letterman, There's like a bunch of famous people from Indiana. Letterman's
2: Letterman? from Muncie, Indiana, Muncie. which is east and and somewhat south. Is that why they
0: always southern. reference something parks in Iraq? Possibly. I, I wonder because that's, that's always the joke of Jerry's guy's timeshare Muncie.
2: Yeah, mm. it's uh, it's it's you know we're close to Lake Michigan. We're close to Gary, but nothing yeah. nothing like Gary. Uh, but I grew up with like Chicago TV, and sure. so I you know I'm a Bears fan. I'm a Bulls. I got to see all the Did you Jordan get, like, SCTV Bulls. TV and all that. That's uh, that was I was but... yeah I was I was uh post that or I, I wasn't into it at the time, but you know I grew yeah. up there. I went to Bradley University in Peoria, Illinois. I'm wearing a sweatshirt right now, oh, uh I for that for undergrad.
0: Is there something else to that town, Peoria?
2: Ah, uh, Caterpillar was headquartered there. Richard Pryor is from Peoria. All right,
0: yeah. Is Fallout
2: Boy from there? Possibly. Mm-hmm. I. I, I they the, would have been after Peoria, my time.
0: Maybe. is it, there's I know there's a huge, huge rich history of like pop punk in Chicago suburban yeah. scene that mm-hmm. I know that's more of our thing I'm gonna guess. Yeah, yeah from listening to the podcast.
2: So I did I did my four years at Bradley, then went back to Dyer for four years. I lived with my brother. Um, worked at Walgreens, didn't enjoy it. And then I was like, what jobs have I had that I liked? And I liked working with college students. I liked being an RA. So I went to uh, grad school for uh, higher education. I went to the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville and was there for two years and then needed a job uh, on graduation and and you know had all kinds of first interviews and like 11 different on-campus interviews. Wow. And eventually I was like, UMass Dartmouth, uh, in Dartmouth, Massachusetts. It feels like the right next step for me. I plan to be there for a year, and then I'll go to a larger school and get a doctorate in communications and then teach. Oh, wow. And uh, it's been almost 13 years to the day. Yeah. Uh, October 23rd is my 13-year work anniversary. Wow. And... Uh, wow. And I'm still here and not, I don't have a doctorate and I no longer want one. I'd love to get another master's. What would
0: you do with a doctorate at this point? Just like Dr. Brad. Yeah. Just, just teach. That's the,
2: that's, uh, that's a little? no, no. I love a, calling Dr. Brad. Dr. Brad.
0: Yeah. It, it's funny when you said that thing, like I can guess my age. Cause if you told me that story when I was like 19 I'm yeah. like, oh my God, you got stuck working for the man. And now at 35, I'm like that kind of job security. Yeah. How lucky are you?
2: I'm in a union. I oh, have benefits. Get the fuck out um, yeah, of here. Yeah. He has state
0: benefits and he has tenure. Yeah. Are you fucking kidding
2: me? Yeah, I have a, a state retirement package. So the and... whole
0: joke's on Chuck now about this whole porn thing. Be like, you might uh, put a porno on me on it, like, bitch, I'm gonna retire one day with a uh, no,
2: it's Pension. Fine. Uh, Chuck's doing all right. Yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Pension free. So <laughs> <what you're laughs>
0: well, I don't have a pension, so mad at both of you. Mm-hmm. But I do have a 401k. Brag much?
2: Yes. <laughs> it's uh, it's it, it, it's it's weird because there there is like there is joy in the security and stability, but at at the same time. It does feel kind of like a rut uh, on on multiple occasions throughout the year, where sure. it's like, oh, I know this is our busy time because the students are going to be moving in, or, or we're going to be getting yeah. ready for winter break, or whatever. And uh, I, I get tired of the routine somewhat. But you so. have
0: a creative outlet.
2: Which, I do. I, yeah, awesome. off campus. And then I think I've I've been able to. It's weird. Like when I started my current role, I was like shirt and tie every day into the office. Maybe on Fridays, I wear a a polo and khakis or whatever. And then it's worked its way down to I just wear like jeans and a polo, but I wear a hoodie over the polo like every day. I am. And uh, like my emails to students have gone from like, greetings, students. We regret to it. And now they're like, hey, cool dudes. Brad from the housing office here. And like, Oh, I, I have earned that trust. And so, you know, I've, I've done these video walkthroughs and, you know, they used to be heavily scripted and now it's kind of me, like I add jokes in there. You're an expert. I, I sent out uh, a room selection email last year and, you know, we're supposed to do it through our system. And I'm like, oh, if I do it through the system, I can't include an inline image. And I did the shocked Pikachu meme, uh, where it was like, oh, if you don't put in your housing deposit, you know, this would be you, whatever. And, uh, and then I put a PS of like, look, I know it's weird when organizations use memes to connect to youth culture. I just want to stand out. I just want you guys to talk about this. I just want you to know it. You can go ahead and hate me for it. That's fine. Just read the email. And, you know, I think the acknowledgement of like, I know this isn't cool. Yeah. Uh, goes, goes a long way with them. So I've really kind of earned some freedom, some creative freedom in my job. However, a lot of my job is still like, mindless spreadsheet Budget, yeah, kind of stuff. So
0: I I work with like um the like behavioral health and substance use population, and yeah. I, I had noticed that too of like my sternness when I would meet an eighteen year old because like you're tr- or younger because you're like having to push that you prove that you're also an yep. adult. Yep. To now it's like, hey, what up, cool dudes? You like that Spider Verse? Yo. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: And they're like, why are you talking to me like that? Dude? Oh, I, you know, I up. I think about like when we I used to have to confront people who were violating rules, and I'm still supposed to. But the other day I was uh, like Tuesday I was leaving my office. And I saw these kids, first of all, we're a smoke-free campus, shouldn't be smoking anything, clearly lighting a bowl. Also, you know, not supposed to do that. And I was like, hey, make better choices. You got the whole housing office, leaving work, coming down these stairs. They can see you. And they're like, sorry, Brad. And they got in their car and they drove away. And I'm like, good. I want them to not repeat the behavior
0: Exactly. Like for me,
2: adding the punishment on there it's, isn't going to make them less likely to do it. If
0: they're smart, just get some fucking edibles or a vape pen. And you're in Massachusetts first. Though.
2: Yeah. I'm so mad at those
0: kids for so many reasons. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. And, I, and it is and it is funny how that just changed. Yeah. I I loved working. I worked at I worked at Landmark College for a long time. And I remember like being like 21 or something and like talking to 18 year olds and having that like. I'm an adult. Like, I was a resident director for, like, this, like, academic summer camp. Yep. Which is great. I really liked it. And that was actually always the dream to go work at a college. Maybe one day.
2: Oh, man. I can tell you an embarrassing story that involves a shrieking fit.
0: Yes. I love that. That's why we're here.
2: So, uh... When I was an RA, I would uh, I would just, yeah, I, I never really wrote anyone up, but I had that relationship with the students on my floor of like, hey, you know, get that fucking bottle of wine out of the hallway or whatever, I, uh, you know, and it was fine. I would just yell and swear. And, you know, I was 21 or 22 and I was like, yeah, this is how to talk to 18 year olds. Fast forward four years, I go to Arkansas and there is a summer camp staying in my building And these are like middle schoolers and they are hellions like running. They are pounding on the cinder block wall that I can like, that it's my wall, but they're on the hallway side of it and they're screaming and they're terrible. And so, you know, after a couple of days of this, I like went upstairs and I'm like, hey, shut the fuck up, and I just went off on them and came back downstairs. I'm like, oh, can't believe those kids. And then one of their counselors came in and yelled at me. He's like, what are you doing? They're just kids. If you have got a problem with them, talk to me. I'm like, you need to keep them in line. And like just argued with him about it again, shrieking fit. Shouldn't have done it. The next day at lunch, I went to my boss. I'm like, hey, I just want to let you know this happened. I shouldn't have done it. I handled it really poorly. He's like, I'm glad you came and talked to me. Uh, I'm glad it bothered you to the point where you lost sleep because if you thought that was okay, we'd be having a very different conversation oh, wow. right now. And I'm like, so I almost got fired from the university of Arkansas about eight days after I started. I have a question. Yes.
1: <clears throat> if you hadn't said fuck to them, do you think differently about the situation? Um,
2: I, I think it wouldn't have been as extreme. I yeah. think if I, you know, you shouldn't scream at him. Uh, and you know,
1: did a real scream.
2: Oh yeah. I, w- I was loud. Yeah. yeah. I, I was, I was, uh, not you know almost unhinged somewhat unhinged
0: yeah. <laughs> sure. do you have because i mean isn't that the the key to any good comedy with the straight man is that they're gonna fucking yeah. lose it? Like, yeah. they're, they're you're like yeah they're keeping together but they're just that one like when conan fuck i just i fucking yeah. like, O'Brien. It's like when yeah. he loses his mind oh my god it's yeah. so funny yeah or like bill burr like he has that very straight laced look to him but when yep. he fucking loses it oh my god
2: God, it's yeah. So funny. No, it was a, it was, it was not a, not a proud moment in my life, but I learned from my mistake, yeah, sort of. I like
0: unhinged. That's yes. Funny. Are yes. you therapy? Are you both? Are you? If you don't want to cut this part. Because yeah, right. the way you guys have talked, it sounds as if you both have been in or therapy people. Gone yeah, to we're, therapy. we're yeah. both
1: in therapy. Yeah, but unfortunately, we don't have the same therapist, which I think is weird. You do? I think yeah. it's weird that we don't have the same. Oh, course. okay. Because you're saying we before, should. Like,
0: yeah, that sounds like I'm like you guys <laughs> should. She, she would like, get really so like,
2: confused. <laughs> yeah. She'd be like, "Wait, I heard from Brad that this." Yeah. Yeah.
0: No, you'd be surprised how little therapists like really remember. Okay? Yeah. As, like, like.
1: You know what? My therapist is actually really good. She remembers names I tell her once from like months ago. We take notes. And the other day she goes to this. She goes. uh she goes, oh my. God. Yesterday, she goes, oh my god. You know, for the for the podcast listeners who are uninitiated, one of my best friends is Lou Perella, and his dad owns Perella's restaurant in Warren. She goes, oh my god, I saw that uh, Perella's is going to be on Restaurant Impossible, the show on Food Network. Oh wow. And I was like, yeah. She goes, what does Lou think about that? Like, what's going on with that? And she like, you know, she yeah. knows like the
2: relationships yeah. of my friends
1: to like That's their good. parents and stuff. Yeah, yeah she's good. She's good
2: mine it'll be like ah uh, so i i talked to this girl and she's like uh is that the one that is the psychologist and i'm like yes that's yeah. and that, that's kind of it that's
0: I, fair i kind of fell into doing edmr which i kind of um which i don't i didn't know what it was yeah electronic
2: dance music raves
0: yep, yep that's exactly <laughs> what <Commas. laughs> <Raves. It's nice. laughs> edm comma r so it's eye desensitization movement reprocessing okay it's as I call it like woo world, which I like a Paltrow shit, which I fucking hate. Okay. But it's like one step away from it. Uh, but basically it puts you into like a lucid dream state and it's okay. like subconscious like, shit. Whenever I said I was more like anxious before, yeah, it's definitely it's it's, I'm, it's in this weird phase, right? Like have been I'm just kind of wrapping it up, and I like my therapist is now calling me a Chris 2.0
3: like oh, okay.
0: I got, living a life of like having anxiety and then i went through this horrible situation i had like post-traumatic stress and i mm-hmm. up getting i on the medical card yeah
2: yeah but and,
0: and now like kind of wrapping the edr like not having that anymore i don't know where i was going with any of this but i'm sure it no was it's good. it's it, like <laughs> I,
2: i'll say last night i was uh i was going around putting up flyers for our halloween show
0: mm-hmm. i see your flyers all the time by the way good coffee good. exchange good
2: good all that's my time. that's my least favorite place to flyer it feels so crowded people. no yes. it just feels so crowded okay. there's there's yeah. flyers is
1: coffee exchange where they found the women bathroom yes they did somebody had
2: put a camera in the bathroom there wait what years ago
1: oh like years like Like two years ago
0: did I come Uh... off like you caught me because I didn't mean for that to sound like that did I do that (laughs) no (laughs) Well, oh, I didn't know that. All right, sorry, Urkel. No, I haven't been to Rhode Island that long.
2: Oh, uh, it funny. was, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm glad you, you see our flyers. But yeah, last night I was putting them up and then was getting ready to leave Providence to drive back to town, and I just felt unbearably anxious. Like everything from the top of my stomach to like the, the bottom of my, or the yeah. top of my throat, I was like, something bad is happening right now. I don't know what it is. Oh, I've had that so but, many times. But I, I, and, I and, and there's nothing I can do about it. You yeah. know, I'm like, I'm happy. I'm full of Shake Shack. I've got half the flyers I need to put up, put yeah. up. And uh, I'm going home. I'm going to read a book I like, like all these good things. And I just could not enjoy my evening like, to the point where I'm yeah. like, should I, like, should I check on my parents? Is Chuck okay? Like what's going on? Is this Everyone's the, fine. I,
0: I didn't mean to make this an intervention, no, The like last few episodes have altered into that. Cause I'm like, I recognize like, Oh my God, that was me. You should do DMR. It's the best thing in the world. All right. I, um, have okay. you watched? There's this good thing on Netflix called The Mind Explained. It's mm-hmm. like a six part. Did you? There's,
2: I've not watched, I've watched a, a little episode. bit
0: of it. It's really fucking good. Start with the hallucinogenics episode It's talk about like the microdosing with like mushrooms and right. like the therapeutic research. really interesting stuff. But the reason I bring that part into it, it ties to it, is the same part of the brain that hallucinogens like the psilocybin and the DMT accesses right. to. Um, it's the same thing that you get from um. It's hallucinogenics, EDMR therapy, hallucination, uh, hypnosis, and meditation.
2: And Shake Shack. And Shake Shack. weird, <laughs> weird. That's all, the magic all fifth. They
0: all the exact same thing. Yeah. So like when people have these like therapeutic things on microdosing with mushrooms, mm-hmm. is wonderful. It is. You actually don't need to do that at all. You can get that from meditation, hypnosis, yeah. and EDMR therapy. Mm. Dude, it's a fucking life changer. I didn't mean to bring it down so heavy. No, it's all right. Like, it's fine. I, that's your fucking... Great,
2: you're 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 driving here. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah. You're the, the captain bus of this boat. I, uh, All right, you're captain of this bus.
0: How long did it take you guys? You think to find your voice doing this? Because I'm like six years in. And I think it wasn't until maybe a few months ago I finally sat down and did a podcast. Uh, not even like maybe a couple months, and I didn't hate listening to the edit, and I like felt confident, and I was like, I, I give part of it as credit to the ADMR, but it's definitely I'd be like, you know, you put your what 10,000 hours in. Like, when did you think you find your podcast comedy voices?
1: I, I'd say, <clears throat> I'll say this. And I hope this doesn't come off as egotistical in any way. I think that I had been in front of the camera so much talking that it felt really comfortable to just sit with Brad and talk. Oh, yeah, sure. You know, so yeah. right, like pretty pretty quickly. But I think becoming good at running the show and mo- making sure it moves forward and really, like, we have different things that we've talked about in private about what makes a good podcast and what makes a responsible podcast an enjoyable one. I think that kind of stuff probably took several years to start working into our show in terms of being like this is going to make things clear to people this is going to keep it energetic this is going to keep it enjoyable this is going to like be like how far we should go down this rabbit hole sure. before, you know and how far you know how shallow that rabbit hole should be different things like that I don't know how long it took, but there definitely was a change at some point.
2: I know that uh, for a while we weren't – like we loved the podcast starting out and then a lot of things were going on in Chuck's life and we kind of drifted away from podcasting. And we, you know, hung out one night and he said, you know, let's take the podcast more seriously. Yes. I want to get back to doing it every week mm. and like really like making a commitment to do that setting aside time. I don't know if it was Saturdays or Tuesdays or whatever uh-huh. at the time, but like, we're going to record every week. Like a band in a way, right? Right. Yeah. And, and so it was like, you know, we're, we're going to uh, intentionally make this a priority. Mm-hmm. And that was probably in 2000. Late 2012, early 2013, and we've averaged one a week since yeah. uh, of, of our own podcast. Not to mention like all the outside oh, podcasts hilarious. we've done. Well, you so you
0: guys do live shows. You like host yeah. uh, panels and stuff. Like you're at yeah. Comic Con and, and what like I read yeah. that ad like, and I, I like guys like a I didn't know about your show until we were both featured. At, uh, we were all in the monthly when they did that like yeah. top five things that weren't um that aren't Crime Town. Yes. That Orin wrote. Yes. Yeah. Shout out Orin. And I was like, huh, this should. That's why I, th- I had found your podcast then. And I was like, i, I always been watching you guys from afar. I'm like, man. I like was like that's what I want to do, but don't have the time, money, energy, or skill set to do <laughs> solo. But other
2: than that, you're you're golden.
0: <laughs> yeah. But I, but but like with the live shows, but like I, I I got dude, give yourself. I mean like the whole thing we were just talking about like the porno thing and how embarrassing it is like it's, it's fucking hilarious. And a I mean you know you're mad or whatever, yep. but like that's such like someone who's done the work for themselves that could put themselves out there like that and then still come yeah. back is like so like
2: it is it is weird to insane. think about how much we've done.
0: Yeah. Like a uh, lot. Like I, I'm yeah. sure you don't even recognize it because it's your daily life, but right. I guess from the outside perspective, it's like, oh, we're just doing, and this is just, I've only been known you of your show for maybe a year or two and then like yeah. we get to uh, meet and hang out with Chuck a handful of times and it's just like, I was like, yeah, you guys do a lot. Like, you were at the Rhode Island... I'm just going to go off memory. I know you did the Rhode Island food fight thing recently. Yeah, we
1: hosted the last two food fight events that were, like, you Yeah, know, daily you have moments. the
0: Halloween show coming up at the East Providence Comedy Connection. Yep. You did the, did the live...
1: A lot of live... And you're,
0: like, touring, too, right? Like well, we did, foreign,
1: we did the We did the 400th episode in Rhode Island, the live podcast. We did, in Connecticut and New York and Boston, our Avengers show. We did our Spider-Man show this summer in Connecticut and Rhode Island. Yep. And, um...
0: And you hold that Sky documentary that I was actually oh, supposed yes. to run, the Boston and, one. Yeah, um, and in we Brooklyn, Brooklyn and Boston. Brooklyn we and did. Boston. Like, like, that be... must be fucking cool. Like Q and
2: A's yeah. like with yeah, Scott kloffenstein and, and Dave and, Day and Day Day from yeah, Big yeah. D. Like, oh my god, you know. that's like my yeah.
0: Sky hero from my youth. It, I know. it helps
2: that they're both like great guys. Yeah, right yeah, man, yeah.
1: So. Yeah, we try to do a lot of stuff. I mean, it's it's funny too. Like I I've been, you know, I've been writing for Motif in Rhode Island Providence Monthly for a long time now too. And it's funny because it all kind of gets mashed together and it helps with the ease of which you know people will come on the podcast, we can get people involved. Like Miller's Roast Beef is sponsoring our Halloween yeah, yeah. show, and that kind of stuff is helpful. Um, and Rhode Island Food Fights sponsors a lot of stuff we do, and that's how we got involved with them as well. Um, yeah, it's a lot of stuff. I mean, it's crazy. It's it's hard to uh, hard to schedule, hard to stay on top of, and uh, it's it sucks because I realize that all the stuff that that we do, that I do, is a lot of stuff where the work is me by myself or me and Brad together. So like I don't have any leisure time of for stuff that's just sure. for me. So it's like, you know, me and my girlfriend spend a lot of time together. But like I love Red Dead Redemption and I got Red Dead Redemption too. Yeah. I have not played it. Like comic books I used to read all the time, books I used to read, mm. all these different things that I used to do for myself, they don't exist they don't exist in my life anymore. Yeah, you gotta any, have a burn day. Any anything it. anything that's just for me, not part of my life. Yeah.
0: Where, like, at least maybe from, from hearing you talk, of, like, talking, especially and this, like, that nervousness and all that stuff, and, like, maybe that's how you have, like, so like the Chuck that kind of pulls it out of you, and the you have the Brad to kind of be like, mm, don't show porno if you're moderating a panel with the at Comic-Con or whatever. <laughs> like, where does that come? Like, do do you ever look back and be like, holy shit, I'm, like, even just, even just, I'm like, you guys moderated a fucking panel with people from The Office, which is not, like, just a TV show. Like, that is, especially now in 2019, there's yeah. maybe, like... Three shows that everybody watches, from my parents to yeah. like uh, an 18-year-old. There's only like three of them. The Office is like the most culturally relevant thing.
1: We're doing another one too. This one. Oh, you guys. Who are you, do you know who you're doing with? We're doing it with two different people than we did last year. That's so far. awesome.
0: I just got my press pass. Nice. Including
1: Stanley and Kevin.
2: Yeah.
0: Oh wait, the two people from The Office. I'm sorry, yeah. I think yeah. you. Yeah. Guys- because you did multiple panels for anyone not listening. You did yeah. one. Oh,
2: yeah, yeah. And you got yeah. fired
0: from Meatloaf, is that right? That's right.
2: Uh, we're not supposed to talk about that. Yeah, we're
0: not supposed to talk about that anymore. <laughs> I can cut that out. If you <laughs> no, 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 right, no, it's fine. Okay. We just
2: can't go into detail. Yeah, it's, we can yeah. say
0: that. Uh, but then. Oh, no, yeah, we're doing another office panel this year. And I remember like, being at Comic Con, and I think we were talking about doing the episode at that point. And we yes, that's right. We haven't done it yet. And I saw you guys from afar, and I was, like, I was volunteering. I didn't get to say hi. And I couldn't get into the office panel. Yeah, and, it was like, packed. And being like, those motherfuckers. Right. Not, I was like gel. Not, I but just. You should just know there's some there are people out there that you probably didn't didn't know at that time were jealous of you, what you were doing.
1: Yeah, we're doing that. It's uh, fucking cool. We're doing some interesting ones. I mean, they're they're out there. I'm gonna be moderating for Jaleel White, aka Steve Urkel. What? Sonic the Hedgehog himself. Brad's gonna be moderating for Patrick Warburton and the creators of The Tick. And, the, and people from the new tick. Yep.
2: Wait,
0: Griffin, is Griffin gonna be there? I don't
2: know. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, the the communication has no. It
0: was no, it's fucking amazing. I uh,
2: I'm I'm four episodes in. Yeah. Uh, Dude, with with oh the idea of god. I want I want to somehow be caught up before Comic Con. Oh my god. Any but questions? Season now two is
0: incredible. I
2: didn't know that uh that. I didn't know who I was going to be there. I was just told it was a tick panel. Well, you
0: know, Petro, I mean, you yeah. uh, you know this. Yeah. Was, that's fucking David Putty from Seinfeld. Yeah. Oh, I know. And I'm gonna do. Uh... He's a pearl gem fanatic. Just if you need a, a that's a, great. A quick in. That's yeah, As I, am I. I was I'll... on uh, Nerdist or somewhere a few years back, oh, and I remember him like just like they were like, "Oh, you were all on the show." He's like, "Yeah, whatever, whatever." Yeah. Pearl gem came up, and you know when you're doing a podcast, and you tr- you're always trying to find the thing that person wants to talk about. Yeah, yeah. All of a sudden he goes switch. He's like, "This is my favorite band. I met Eddie Vedder." I was like,
2: "This is." Uh, like Joe List from the uh, Tuesdays with Stories podcast. Big Oh, that was a really good episode, too.
0: I I like that one. I appreciate
1: it. I like Uh, that. Him and uh, Norman are fucking funny. Yeah, they're great. I'm going to moderate also for uh, Carl Urban from The Boys. The new Amazon okay. show, yeah. and then I think I know that name. I, well, I know we're doing. He, was, want he us was, to do.
2: He was Judge Dredd in the year uh, in the Dredd movie.
1: <clears throat> I know like a. He was in
2: Star thing. Trek, the new Star Trek movies. Sure. He was, oh yeah, he was yeah. in Star Trek. Do you listen to yeah.
0: Blank Check podcast? I do not. So Griffin Newman, who plays Arthur on the show, okay. has a very widely popular, hilarious, amazing movie podcast called Blank Check with Griffin and David. And it's
2: <laughs> and it's just reviews of the Disney film Blank Check.
0: They actually do do an episode about. That. It Started off yeah. as a Star Wars podcast. It's probably one of the bigger podcasts of that like niche thing. Nice. Yeah. I've been trying to get him on my show forever.
2: I'll check it out. Oh my god, so you
0: get to meet Bed Edlund because oh my god. Sorry. I, I, I don't, don't know. I don't, don't know who <laughs> <I know>. he <laughs> like, like all, <laughs> all the
2: communication has gone through Chuck, and Chuck's like, yeah. "All right, these are the ones you're doing. Uh, I I think I have Anthony Michael Hall on my schedule oh my right now. Oh yes, yeah.
1: But um, it's Comic Con, so you know it can always change up right, until the day. Right, off. and then uh, and, yeah, they right. want us to do our Spider Man. Version of Spider Man live uh, <sighs> on Sunday night after the Comic Con. oh And then, and this is a hopeful, so don't get your dick all twisted yet. It's twisted. We're doing our own version of Clerks, like our own Read Live retelling sure. of Clerks. Trying to get Kev on it. Uh, oh, hello. Because he's an
0: hour. Oh, yeah, he's always there because because yeah. Kevin Smith in Boston, like the day of. I oh, saw is that he?
1: Because they're doing the interesting
0: i saw that i was like oh because
1: i was hoping him and mark Bernardin were going to be at comic-con interesting and i, saw,
0: I looked at his schedule i was like damn it
1: kevin yeah i mean kevin smith is uh, a very very sought after guy so i think it's hard to get him at cons yeah,
0: but everyone's name you just listed yeah. are but, so but hard to fucking get up but we people. are trying to
1: do it so that we do like a chuck yeah. and brad and brian O'Halloran version of clerks oh, d- we'll see i'm still hung up on the tick because that yeah. Uh, did
0: you, oh, yeah i didn't i read a little bit i think He was at Comic-Con, was it Ben, last year? I was talking to the guy who created the ticket, Mm. Comic-Con one year, and i've listened to him on a podcast somewhere, i'll tell you right? i'll
1: tell you what it is i'll tell you who's on it brad I know thank you idea. the tick yeah.
0: is interesting because like they started like he was like the guy who made it was like 16 and it yep. was like ninja turtles had blown up so like whenever anything happens they bought all the ip and he's like somehow stayed in control of the tick so that's why it's always his version it's always his vision and i love the cartoon i love the yep. original david war the most yep. recent amazon one yep the second season was like real jerker and yep. political little undertone oh that's great also, like dancing lobsters and i uh,
2: no yeah. i uh i i have uh so far i have a a lot of positive things to say to them about uh, this version but knowing now that i have to all right i have to watch the patrick warburton one as well yeah and i have uh, a busy have couple of weeks
0: like because it's like i only know like two people who watch it so i like all my thoughts of it have to be by myself that's my funny. brother-in-law let me know i will talk about that show endlessly like i remember i was like in tears watching the season finale wow. okay it was like it should not be as good as it was
2: i am uh, i'm i'm impressed with it uh through the through the episodes i've watched so yeah. How and, did you
0: guys get involved, like doing that stuff? Was it like, did you set out, let's do panels, let's host stuff, or is it just like a natural evolution of you guys? Uh, we um, we did uh, gumption
1: go, or whatever you call it. We did want to do it. We did we did say like we should start be do- doing this stuff because we feel like we have a lot of experience in the world of movies and comedy and se- in terms of creating stuff and in terms of like I hope that people think it's like thoughtful, real uh, discussion about pop culture yeah. and stuff like that. So we thought it would make sense for us to do, and um, we we purposely set out to try, start try doing it. And we reach out to like everybody, so we get like a thousand nos, and yeah. then like you know occasionally we get a yes, and that's what people say. Well,
0: that's like booking a guest, right? For every episode yep. you post with a guest, at least for me, I'm, I'm guest based. For every episode I post, there's probably about ten or fifteen that didn't happen. Yep. Exactly. Like, I remember one of my favorite moments for my podcast is the perfect thing. It was one day I was like, I was trying to get on. I had two people I really wanted. to have Matt Pryor on from the Ghetto Kids and Ben right. Andriano from the uh, Alkaline Trio. Yep. And they were going to go on tour together. Yeah. So I was like, all right, that's a good time. I wrote to both of them. Matt said yes. Dan never responded. Matt did my show. Fucking huge deal for me. I'm an AK3 and yeah. Ghetto Kids yeah. fanatic. Yeah. But like, no one else is. I, I didn't post the episode. This person who doesn't know me didn't say anything. But because but, you only yeah. see the celebration right. of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So people that are they're on the tick panel. It's Patrick Warburton. Awesome. Peter Saref. Now yeah.
0: Oh my dude. Oh he's so
1: funny. Serafinowitz. Yeah. yeah. He was in Guardians Jeff, of the Galaxy Jeff as well. Jeff McClelland. Okay. Can I see the picture? Sorry. Griff Newman. Griffin's gonna be there. Sorry. And Ian Chase Nichols.
0: Oh, he's um I think he's uh Dead something, dead, Death trope. He's yes. a parody. They're all parody yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Arthur's yeah. my favorite character. And now it's great. I got the I got a press pass. Well it says like, comics can...
1: creators, Ian Chase Nichols and Jeff McClellan.
0: Oh, okay, yeah. so nice. Yeah, oh, oh, that's right. okay. yeah, I think that sounds right. Griffin new I fucking love a band. It's tough because I, I got uh, the press pass, but you're not allowed to like ask anyone unofficially, so I have to go through channels to get them on my show. Which yep. I'll I'd love to have them on, but I'm, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, I don't want to abuse having the press yeah. pass. Yeah. I don't want to be like a dick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's also like, hey, do you want to leave uh, your building and come to talk to me for an hour? Like, yeah, right. Comic Con's almost the worst time to ever get. So yeah, i to do yeah. your show because they're they're yeah.
1: letting us put out every panel as an, a, an episode of our That's podcast, so great. which is cool.
0: I'm so happy for you guys. That's so it's it's cool. cool. I
1: appreciate yeah, I, I appreciate being involved. I'm gonna double
0: press you guys because yeah. I'm gonna be in my path because. Uh, do I to, like do like promote it and stuff
1: yeah like, yeah oh, do my it God. but yeah so it's gonna be fun I hope I hope the thing with with uh Brian O'Halloran comes through for yeah. the clerks thing that'd be crazy uh. but we're gonna be busy like we, we each have I think we each have three panels over the weekend plus two live shows plus you get paid for this plus and big, big to...
2: birds retirement party
0: you're going to kill Spinney's party
2: I guess yes, I'm it. No, hosting, hosting it, it.
1: And,
0: like, you said that jokingly but like you should watch the, the documentary it's really good I am big Bird
2: awesome you should I am add, so it, sorry to add you. it to my queue
0: yeah it's real good about him he's got a oh, it's kind of sad but uh, he's retired now uh
2: this is his last con appearance is, is what i'm told
0: oh that makes sense he's like 80 or some yeah. shit yeah oh my god yeah i've let you guys know I, isn't that the, the good thing about podcasts is with all this information you have that no one else talks about like at work i'm like a nerd because i go see the marvel movies yeah but uh, you know at comic-con i'll be like a jock because i've never read a comic or don't know anything outside of those the movies itself
1: yeah right yeah we got to we got to see uh yeah it's gonna be interesting it's gonna be a great weekend i'm very excited for it um it's gonna be a lot of uh you know it's gonna be a lot of work but it's gonna be it's always it's really fun
0: what was the first live show you guys did like what was that moment like we should do a parody of whatever jurassic park or Uh, it was was
1: because uh you know i said for christmas i made brad the porn yeah we basically would come up with like creative christmas gifts and one year because brad has like have you seen any of our live like like video – like like retellings of anything? No.
0: I only went to the 400. I went to the episodes.
1: So, so what we do is we – like we'll be like, oh, Chuck and Brad present Jurassic Park. And Brad will draw every scene from the movie. Yeah. And I'll write a new narration for Brad to um, read on stage as he goes through them. And they make fun of his drawings and stuff. And we did that for Christmas for my girlfriend and uh, – with the Grinch. Yes. And uh, – Brad drew every scene from The Grinch and I wrote this, you know, this new narration of it that made fun of all the drawings and it was really funny. It just had a private Christmas thing Then we were doing our Christmas show at the Comedy Connection. And we, I was like, oh, we should put that in it, maybe. And Brad's like, I don't know. And people love it. How did been get the
0: Christmas show, even going further back? <clears throat> well, like that's, it's, just, it's so funny for you guys. It's nothing, but you're like, wait, what? You were just so, randomly having a, sh- a show at a comedy club, which is like, that's a fucking big
1: deal. So basically what happened was we started doing stand-up, and we were doing like – uh, we did a couple open mics, and we did like the Sunday showcase at the Comedy Connection, which is for like beginners to like get some stage time. Yeah. And we did it a bunch of times. Um. Brad has a history in improv. I have a history in being in the band and like just doing like comedy film stuff. So, you know, I felt like we were in a good place to bring like whatever we wanted. Not not whatever we wanted, but we were a good place to bring kind of our own outside the box stuff mm. to the comedy scene. Yeah. So right away, the comedy connection was like, we're going to do a tag team comedy show of pairs of comedians. Do you guys want to be on it? Because you guys oh, do a yeah. podcast together. Yeah. So we're like, sure. And so when we got there, they were like, you guys are going to. Headline because you're the only people on the show who actually do comedy together. And we brought this really weird bit that was from the same Christmas where I took Brad's face and I put it on a Christmas card and I sent it out to a hundred random people across the country with with like funny and confusing messages. Yeah. And so for the tag team comedy show, we, we had a huge uh, you know printout of that and we read all the postcards <laughs> and um, it went really well, the tag team comedy show. And so we asked them, we said, hey, what do you think about giving us a Wednesday night for a Halloween show? Wow. And that was our first show, the Comedy Connection, that they let us like put on and we did really well. So we're like, how about a Christmas show? And they're like, okay. And then they were like, you guys can just do shows yeah. here and there and so that's how i started
0: i'd say for people listening because like i remember think i remember seeing an ad for one of your shows but not having learned your podcast and maybe it was like poor market i didn't understand what it was i was like what that's, is this it's
2: tough too so like yeah.
0: um i remember when i went to your fourth hundred show and I like, it was really fun i was like for the listener i'd say it was very but when you guys were together it felt very budvillian yep
1: yes yeah i'll, I'll say because i'll say this about it i'll say this about the marketing it's it's not poor marketing. The problem is when some, when you put live podcast on something, even you as a podcaster – I thought
0: it was just be you guys talking to a guest. Exactly. Yeah.
1: And, and the thing is that's not even what everyone does. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's what some people do live. So if you see Mark Maron put that he's going to do a live podcast yeah. or Kevin Smith say he's going to do a live sure. podcast or these people, you get a different thing in every scenario. Yeah. So it's really hard. So we stopped – so what we did was we did a couple live podcasts – over the years at AS220 Mm. in Providence, at FET. And then we decided, let's stop saying live podcast and start saying Christmas show, Halloween show. They're just comedy shows. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? Because no matter what, what our version of a live podcast is, is going to be different than 75% of people that see what that is.
0: It felt more like... um like a like an old school variety show like that's yeah, what that it is like yeah. comedians that's, come up and you guys yeah. are like that's like, what like, it like, is and the the like the, on the screen yep. like to have that yeah like, and I was like oh my god this is like yeah I, I, I like look back I was like man I wish I had known that earlier because I probably would have gone to your stuff earlier before I met you because I'm be like
1: yeah. yeah I like well that. It's, it's funny it's funny because if you look at our old flyers now they're they're super descriptive they'll be like Chuck and Brad will doing a be doing a live retelling of Jurassic Park at this show it's I, like that yeah, clear you yeah. know
0: reading that and being like why would I want to watch that but... <laughs> No, I don't, I don't know. no, no, no. It's, but it's, it, you know, if you're I, looking at Fett's website, it's not nice to I see you personally. But yeah. Yeah. I, remember I, I it was that exact one. I was like, why would I want to... I just, I just yeah. didn't put it together. It's my own fault. I'm sorry. No, That's no, no, no. I think you guys no have gotten worse. a lot better with your marketing career. Uh, you know, uh, you,
2: we, you talk about that and you talk about seeing our signs. I also think the Comedy Connection knows that we'll put in work to get people to come to the shows. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, uh, you know, it's not just... Yeah, your we're, seats are filled. Yeah, it's not just... Or, or, you know, we're not going to put up one flyer on facebook and say well we did everything we could it's yeah you know we like that the current flyers are like professionally designed by yeah. a yeah. super amazing graphic designer yeah and we're going around putting them up in high traffic areas and yeah. and you know and doing all the facebook and getting uh, a sponsor uh, we do stuff, like the so.
0: diy punk rock aspect with yeah. The yeah. digital yeah, which, yeah. I, you guys pull
2: i think it's yeah. helpful i think oh i really God. think it's helpful. I mean,
0: that's i go to coffee exchange frequently actually
1: it's... when we did chuck and brad uh so so it's funny because the jurassic park thing we just just to go back to this for a second now we market it around those things so last year the flyer is a big jurassic park logo with, yeah. with brad instead of the t-rex and it says chuck and brad reimagine jurassic park yeah and um we were, i was there was a lot of people at that one and i stood outside afterwards and i asked people why they came and they were like i saw your flyer at seven stars i saw your flyer at this place yeah. frisky fries. fries yeah frisky fries yeah. yeah that's right yeah and you guys have
0: built up like a, a brand and you must have a following outside of people you know at this point. I mean, I mean, obviously clearly because I became a fan before meeting both of you. I
1: think people, I think people it's a we have a really weird connection to uh kind of the people that listen to the podcast and see what we do because of the band, because of the videos, because of the improv group, because of the comedy shows and the hosting and the panels. It's a really strange thing. I have no I have no way to to gauge it or put my finger on it or figure it out. But definitely people come out, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and it seems like people listen. Like I feel like if we put out a podcast, and there's a problem with it, like if there's like you know the link is broken or something like that, I feel like we we post it, and I feel like two hours later I'll have a Facebook sure. message and a tweet and this that say like, hey, what's going on with your podcast this week? So that means yeah. something. Yeah. You guys you want know I mean? to
0: like your fingers in little niche cultures and pull it all in.
1: I don't I I don't even know what to do. I, I honestly it's it's a very strange thing. It's a great thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's celebrate weird. celebrate it. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. It's or weird. be
0: awkward about it. Like, <laughs> like how we all really normally are, but we have to be like, I don't really mean that. No, that's fucking <laughs> great. I know you perform with PIG, which is a yes, problem. How yeah. long have you been doing that?
2: Um I was all right, so I, I mentioned the improv group in, in Newport. So I was in there and I have a spreadsheet with all of the shows I've ever done. Oh,
0: that's so smart. Uh
2: but I was I was in that group from two thousand seven until like March of two thousand nine. We, there was a, a schism, a disagreement with the theater owners, and we formed our own you kind of to call it cow, independent. They to call it pig. Nope, this it's is like this a... is pre-pig. Oh, okay. And so we had our own group, Sky Punch, and we, you know, would do shows pretty infrequently, but we would rehearse every week. It was a priority, and yeah. we got really good because we put in the time to get really good. And then probably seven years ago, again, it's written down somewhere. Uh, some some people who were in Improv Jones and other groups in the area were like let's let's like rent a space and start our own like classes and mm. and let's make it more formal and let's call it the Providence Improv Guild and so they opened and then we did a show there Sky Punch did a show there the second week and we performed kind of just as Sky Punch that's where we'd rehearse and did that for a couple years and then uh, there were some interpersonal conflicts in the group you know a guy was dating a girl they broke up. Uh, and it wasn't awesome. Wait, in the
0: comedy scene? In, yeah, I know. There was interpersonal differences? Well, I I know it's hard to believe. (laughs) What? Yes. I don't believe that. Uh,
2: and, And so kind of like... Pig was like, "Hey, let's just, you know, all the veteran improvisers just stop by and if you want to do a show tonight, let's just do a show." And so then that slowly became more formalized where it went from like just kind of who was there to like, "All right, we're these 10 people are our team. We're going to call ourselves Summer Camp. If you can make it, make it. If you can't, that's fine too." Then they were like, "Hey, we want to make sure we're putting on quality shows every Friday and Saturday. So we're going to make two teams. You can be either on the Friday team, or the Saturday team, and I was on the Friday team, and mm. that was Afternoon Bubbles. And then they're like, we're going to mix it up. And I was on the Friday team, and it was Diner Report and Seagull-related Fish Fight, and I know I'm going to forget one. And uh, and then, that, you know, my group now is Just for Tonight. So it's uh, – and, and in between, I've done, like, smaller sets or, or duo sets yeah. or anything, um, and now also performing at Wage House with the State Champs group That's uh, that's short-form improv. You know, it just gives me a chance to, to get out. It's it's a very different energy in that room. It's a very different audience, and I really enjoy performing at both places.
0: It must be kind of cool for both of you. Like, the fruits of your labors are, like, really paying off now. Like, you both put all this effort and time into your hobby, you know, it's turning into more and more. But, like, because your podcast could be, like, your main hub, but you are doing these things, and you do the work with and Steve, Dave, and, like, on Twitter, you have, like, a little sub-following <laughs> yeah, within yeah. that subculture within it, which is which is but it's so cool because, like, when I first saw your show, I was like, I love music and comedy, and your show is music and comedy. I was like
1: Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: you don't see enough of that, uh, <clears throat> so it's it's
1: cool. Sometimes it feels like that. Sometimes it yeah. feels like good and positive. Sometimes it feels like we're we're two idiots throwing our throwing an MP3 file down a down a well. Yeah, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, I've done that many times. So yeah. I had
0: a, I have always been get jealous, I'm like, because I I started with a co-host to then quit like yeah. within the first 20 episodes.
1: Yeah.
2: And I was, yeah. Like,
0: God, I was like, I just needed like someone else to do all the work. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 right. I
2: just can't do it. Yeah. Well, I I think uh, it it helps. Like Chuck has definitely been the driving force, uh, between like the big asks where it's like, hey, let's see if we can, uh. Interview the founder of Warp Tour, and I'm like, what's that now? He's like, he said yes. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. And and, yeah. Yeah. and, and so such,
0: And that, right. you're not that punk rock. That world's not you at all.
2: You know, what, no, I I like the music, but I'm not in. You know, he he I, got I, he got into punk rock very deeply before we met. Yeah. Way before we met. Okay. Like I uh, you know I I I think uh, with like pop, pop with with pop punk it was uh, the music for our mother ocean compilation that came out and it has like jewel and soundgarden and the beastie boys but the last song is waggy by blink 182 and i was uh, like oh yeah, i really yeah. like this song yeah my hall director uh when i was in undergrad was a was a skateboarder was a punk guy and had yeah. like fat music for fat people and yeah, survival yeah. of the fattest and that was kind of my gateway drug and you in, guys had
0: sean on who did the fat rec podcast yeah. um doc
1: yeah.
0: yeah uh side note if you've seen the, the fucking people he's interviewing for his podcast yeah doc yeah,
1: that's pretty um, great he wants me to work on on it a little bit but i just oh. haven't had time it oh, sucks dude. i feel so bad
0: i gotta write to he, he i had had. oh he'll come a, on he's great he's yeah, a great dude he's a great he guy he was on my show while, one yeah yeah back. yeah i remember that's right like before we even knew each other over we in that kickstarter phase yeah and it just turned out that documentary it happened to be really fucking well done and mm-hmm. really good oh yeah but no that's, and i think that's so that's so awesome that's one of my dreams is always like to interview someone and then watch them go fucking become a huge star and, like, yeah oh, a few, yeah not maybe at uh, various levels i've had a few guests have gone on i'm like Oh yeah, I got the, got to be part of the rise. It's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so great. Where did some? I know you were talking about being like nervous and all that, but like, cause like I feel like it was my anxiety and fear before Like I've always like wanted to do improv, but I've always been too afraid to do
3: it.
2: You get over that. I you know I I don't get nervous before improv shows anymore unless it's like a bizarrely important show or like yeah. a huge crowd. Uh, we had a crowd of let's call it 60 like drunk teachers. It was somebody like their principal was retiring, and, yeah. and this was their fun night. So they went and they had some margaritas, and then they came to our show. And like, you know, it's a big crowd, and I was angry. I wasn't nervous. I was mad that they were drunk and it would be a sloppy show. Yeah. But you know, we pandered to them and they loved it. Like funny, <laughs> funny angry? Uh, no. Like I was, I was like, <laughs> like very pretentious. Like I can't believe I'm wasting my skills. Sure, sure. I'm basically like. Oh, let's make a joke. Let oh, this character has the principal's name. Whoa! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you know, they they walked away happy, and at some point you start like,
0: looking at it more like a job. Yeah. I mean, there's a Steve Martin quote like a comedian's job isn't to be funny. It's to be funny at Friday at eight. Yeah. So like, oh, it's oh, uh, it, yeah. it's
2: it's it's weird because I'd love to like stretch the bounds of the form. I'll break the fourth wall more than anyone in the history of the Providence Improv Guild. Uh, if I get a chance to leave the stage and walk into the audience and be a character yeah. or to like go behind the curtain and be a character or use the exit door in a weird way, you know, I have I've left the stage, run out the door, downstairs, all the length of the hallway, back up through another door, and I came in and I was wearing a flannel at the time, and I had a tighter on my waist, and I was like, I went through a time machine, guys. I'm Brad from one year ago. <laughs> and uh, then I'm I had to like be back to regular time Brad. So rather than, just like walk off stage. Nope. I went out. That's the other side door down, like commitment to a bit. Yeah. And I, and I, I like that, but the audience doesn't necessarily appreciate, it. appreciate it. no yeah. but I would. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, I, you I, I, I think it, it's, it's, you know, like one of the things Chuck says about stand up is like, I love to play with the form of stand-up yeah. as much as I love doing stand-up. Your live
1: shows are basically that. Yeah. Like you're playing with the form. We're playing yeah. with the form of comedians on stage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like that is that is what we like to do. We have, we have a bit that we're preparing for a Halloween show That's I'm very proud of. We just have to figure it out logistically. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's gonna be fun.
0: So, I give you guys credit because I have all my friends were always like, we should do this, and then never. Oh,
2: it's yeah.
1: That's right that's, that's, Dude. that's
2: that's how it was before I met Chuck. Where, this yeah. this so ho- we all need
0: a Chuck. Like, we do. Everyone needs that person. <laughs> who to, no, like I yeah I'm, a, I'm like. I totally understand exactly what you mean like you need that what that person to do like take up the other half of what you can or can't when, do when
2: we talked for. about a podcast I was like yeah I guess we'd uh, get a Fisher Price tape recorder and, and sure. Chuck's like oh like here I looked up like we can use the band's mixing board and I, these are the best mics to use yeah. for it and this is how we can host it and this is how we can upload it and like looked up all the technical behind yeah. the scenes boring stuff yeah. that I maybe would have eventually have kind of started to think about sure. looking at yeah, but right. Chuck was like oh I, I stayed up last night and i did all this stuff and i'm like what's Look, that in the way now obsessive personality
0: trait oh yeah
1: oh yeah.
2: well you know what i am too it's like i just want to have things checked off on a list
0: yeah so
1: it's like you know you see like okay well if we're gonna do it we have to do this part and it's like this part's gonna be really hard it's like all right let's put our fucking nose to the grind sound and do it well or, yeah yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, that what what do you think overall of the changing positive changes to the i guess i was gonna say i don't know art scene but like there's not like there's a like big comedy scene. There's now like a podcast, scene, which I didn't know existed until I went to that listening party.
3: Yeah. Here, we're we're, here, yeah. Like, there's
0: like a podcast scene that there's like, uh, what are your takes on it? Cause you guys have been kind of there for like the last, what, 10, 11 years. Like yeah. Podcast comedy music.
1: It's, it's hard. I mean, I think that things are the best when people are inclusive and mutually supportive and get everyone together. I think the music scene is, it's just, it feels really divided. And when I was, when when senior discount was like playing a lot of big shows and there was a lot of bands doing a lot of big things around here, um, in terms of having shows with big turnouts and really, um, progressing, it was all about uh, unity and like kind sure. of saying like, oh, let's just have a show with everybody that were that that it, that's good, that's doing well, that's interested. Let's have people together. And now since they've kind of really diversified the genres in Providence music scene. It's really made me disinterested because Mm. everyone is just so like, no, you're not allowed to play this show. You're not allowed to play this show. You're not allowed to play this show. This band's gonna play this show. And the turnouts have absolutely gotten smaller and smaller and smaller over the years. And there are a lot of factors there, but one of them is certainly that. So I love the inclusiveness. And, um, there's a lot of great comedians around, a lot of great podcasters around. And still, I think a lot of the people like you're a great example of someone who's very inclusive where I feel like, Oh yeah. If someone that's part of the scene is like, Hey man, we should work together. You should come to my show. I'll be on your show. You're down and you're excited to like kind of talk to them. But it's been, for me, it's been a really tough nut to crack to oh get people God. to be like that it's yes. really fucking hard oh yeah. and it's like you know i don't know i'm not going to name any names obviously
2: but i will all right she was the head of the uh rick <laughs> film department
0: bonnie mcbitch <laughs> oh come on i not say that couldn't remember her last name yeah. <laughs> i didn't want to say mcfarland but i don't know who that is
1: i know <laughs> like, bonnie McFarlane's a stand-up comedian that's um, right yeah. Okay. right i, I yeah, was yeah, saying yeah.
0: the name the whole time i was like i know who that is but then i'm like am i thinking family guy uh, yeah
1: i know um But it's hard because, you know, you want things to be inclusive and you want people to work together. Um, And uh, I don't know, for some reason, people are very like they put their hand up and they say like, no, no, I do my thing. Stay away from me. Even this Halloween show, this comedy, this Halloween comedy show, it was supposed to be a series of multiple Halloween shows this year where I'm Mm -hmm. like, oh, let's have all like what we do is like at the Comedy Connection. There's a, there's, there is a group of stand-up comedians that are regional to this area. There's probably a bunch of them, like maybe like, I don't know, like 30 or something, 30 yeah. or 40. And I said, well, we do our show and we market it a lot, we work on it. I'm like, what if instead of just us doing our outside-the-box bits, we did four shows where we do a bit on each show, but everyone gets to do an outside-the-box bit. And oh, we get yeah. all the regional comics to do it for Halloween, as whatever they want for Halloween. Yeah. Everyone was like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> everyone was just like, I don't understand what you mean. And I'm like, have you seen our shows? And they're like, yes. And I'm like, you see how we did like an outside the box thing? And they're like, yes. I'm like, whatever you want. And they're like, so what should I do? And I'm like, whatever you want. And they're like, no, thank you. Yeah. And no one wanted to do it.
0: Oh, it's crazy.
1: crazy. So, yeah. but and I feel like a lot, there's a lot of resistance and some, and some of it is, I'm sure people don't want to have to figure out a different thing but i just i do wish i always wish there was more inclusivity but there's a lot of people doing good podcasts and doing good comedy and and doing good music and that's always good but uh, i always urge people to be More about working together, more about helping out other people. It's weird because it's second nature to me because I've always you know, we book the comedy shows, we put all these comics on it. We do the podcast, we have everybody local on it. I write for Providence Monthly, I put all these you know, I write about just people. I write for Motif, I write about other people. In the band, when we book shows, I got other bands on the shows. And so for me it's second nature to say, Oh, a cool person doing a cool thing, let's work together, cool person doing a thing, let's work together, let me tell people about you, blah blah blah. But other people don't function like that. And so it's kind of a downer for me often.
0: I know exactly like that wrestling positive you're like come on man i know let's exactly, do it yeah yeah i know like, it's
1: I've, very difficult but
0: if, if you had i've had like people like um like friends and actual family members i know not do my podcast and then have a complete <laughs> stranger that like i adored for years be like yeah no problem yeah and you're like
1: <laughs> what people you know they won't do your podcast
0: oh, maybe especially in the beginning but yeah i I'll, would I'll be like no like and, uh, and, and now that was fun. I wanted those people in particular. I was like, no, I'm good. Yeah, I said, no, I'm yeah. Just because I wanted to take my show in a little more of a different direction. Yeah. It's it's,
1: like, it's hard. It's it's really really hard. I know. Yeah. And but especially like, when you're in, in like you know we're in Rhode Island and so really we have this hard. scene. It's like yeah. Really, everyone should be more inclusive, and I think it would be it would be helpful to everybody.
0: Either, like I've had po- very positive experience through the Watch Your Writers Club, but there were some podcasters there. Um, yeah, fuck it. I, I've been going with this new thing of like, if I feel wronged, I'm not gonna be afraid to talk about it. Sure, so, hey, I, I like that. Th- not this person wronged me, or anything, but there was like another podcast that was like kind of similar. I'm like, oh my god, we 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 should work together. This is yeah, it, it, this would be like a match made in heaven. And just flat out like, they ignored my message online, I was like, which is fine. I I don't respond all the time. Yeah, but then like we met in person, and like I came, maybe I came up with like too good of a too high energy, and it just <laughs> fucking <laughs> fell flat in my face. I was like, ah, oh, so good. I listened to your episodes. Really, we should do something one time. And it was just, like, <laughs> and I was like okay and, and that's totally fine like you don't have to do anything for me but it was just this weird thing it was like, what, why, it's like it's what hard it's hard like we both do a very similar podcast and our audiences like on a business i don't know if you call it business make makes i don't know it, it always will throw me for such a loop
1: it's hard yeah I, I i get uh yeah i get very confused at people's uh decision to be open
0: maybe that's all of us though because like when you're talking about how you like to break the fourth law and yeah. stuff like like my favorite, like especially like television. Whenever there's like a series and there's always the one-off episode, that's my favorite episode.
3: Yeah. Whenever yeah.
0: there's that like weird thing that not everyone loves, that's like the thing I'm drawn to. Maybe that's like what your podcast is. You find the people like me who like find that like <laughs> one slightly to the off, yeah center, maybe slightly off-centered thing. Yeah, maybe it's maybe. Like I can't just watch a TV show I have to read everything about it. I yeah. Have to like yeah. Right, right,
1: that's right. So funny. Yeah. <laughs>
0: I um had a really good parody idea for you. Okay. Uh, and by good I mean terrible. <clears throat> right. Um your your girlfriend has the the Instagram account for a beautiful beautiful brew.
1: Yep. The beer blog. Yep.
0: Hear me out. It you take the exact same Instagram but it's called a beautiful stew, and you take pictures that she has posted the beer with but you just take everything you know her looking like you know a woman and nice and whatever but then put your face on her body while holding a stew. <laughs> That's all. <laughs>
1: It's a great idea.
0: And, uh, I don't know why I thought of that. And then like, I enough know. where I actually wrote this down today. I was like, I'll do it. That's, I'll that's do really a beautiful. Funny. I'll do
1: a beautiful stew. Do a beautiful
0: stew. Like, I and like it. Should ra- be like her, like, really like, professional <laughs> instrument, but then identical. But you. Yeah. With, like, with a stew. Yeah, I do yeah, like that. And I do like <laughs> stew. Yeah, that's great. I like stew. I <sighs> that's. And then in my it. head, I'm like, that's a good excuse just to eat soup. Oh yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, of course. I look for any
1: excuse to eat stew. Me
0: too. Oh my god. And like once Ken's ramen closed, I was like in tears. Oh yeah, I know. I went to a ramen place in Bristol around here. It was so good. Oh yeah. What's it called? I can't remember the name. I'm sorry.
1: I can look at it. Up. My friend
0: Nate told me about it. Yeah. Because I, I was a very, very picky eater Like you until yeah. I met my wife was the one who kind of broke me out of it. And then my friend uh, Nate Peavy was the one who was like, we're going to go try this ethnic food. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. And I was always like, I can't try it. if I don't like it. Like, I was always like that.
3: And
2: yeah. yeah. It's, I, uh, it's
0: expanded me. It probably had some deeper <clears throat> stuff. Thanks I,
2: I went I, I went to eat Indian food with, uh, with there was a, a girl I had a huge crush on. Uh, and so it was me and her and then three, uh, three other friends. And... Th- I got chicken korma which is not crazy. Yeah. Um but I was like, "Oh, yeah, I'll take care of the check," forgetting that they had also ordered drinks. Oh. And so I was like kind of trying to be a big shot and it was like $120 Oof. or something. And you're like And I'm like, "Oh, why did I say that out loud?" And everyone's like, "You sure, Brad?" I'm like, "Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and uh yeah, and no. the, <laughs> yes.
0: I hate when I do that too and then you like keep doubling down on yourself and you're like, "Yeah, yeah of course."
3: Like
2: and well, and then the next day, I, through a combination of just nerves and also unfamiliar food, I was like, my stomach is really upset. And so I texted my friend, uh, who is also named Brad, and I was like, I am dying of curry poisoning. Hide my body. Tell the girls I died doing something courageous. And uh, yeah, things things. Uh, unsurprisingly, things never worked out with that girl. I put on a pedestal <laughs> and tried to impress by acting away. I'm not so.
0: I actually I don't like Indian weird,
2: food either. Weird. <laughs> weird to believe. That was well put. Thank you. That was funny. Thank you. Good I'll throw stuff. it out
0: there. Don't like Indian food. not
1: a fan. I haven't
2: really had Indian food. Yeah. do I like it. I I d- gotta, I gotta, I'm sure I can get into it, but I, I haven't really yet. I, uh, you know, I would, I would eat the chicken korma again, yeah. but I don't know that I'll ever lead the charge to go eat Indian yeah, food. Yeah, right.
0: If you're going to... St- go adventure start with Asian foods you always can find at least a meat or a, yeah. like pork or at least a noodle or yeah. something yeah like sure that.
2: sure
1: oh yeah or
0: my friend Nate would have to do, he would have to like walk me through because I couldn't understand the menu
1: yeah he
0: brought me Ethiopian food which I'd never had and I was terrified but he's like dude it's just bread and potatoes so I was like oh
3: okay. we
2: did uh, we did Caribbean food uh, at, mm-hmm. in in Newport, yeah. Uh, Chuck had to write an that's article. For... We,
1: I love Los Andes, which is Peruvian yes. and Bolivian food. Yeah. Oh, that's the best.
0: I loved Burdain and his whole thing was like, you know, you can just bring people together over food, and it's so true. Oh like, yeah. It's so hard to fight with, with someone when you're like eating a good meal. Oh yeah. Like I disagree with you, but. Just... Gotta
2: finish this ramen, man. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you guys uh, for doing this. Is there yeah. anything uh, that we missed?
2: Oh, let's talk about our Halloween show. Yeah. On Sunday, October 27th, at the Comedy Connection in East Providence, Rhode Island, featuring. Uh, stand-up comedians Nicole Auclair, Derek Fonseca, Derek Furtado, and our buddy Ray Harrington. Yes, and Ray Harrington, uh, it's it's fun. It's called Chuck and Brad's Halloween Spooktacular. We're going
1: to put on an alternative, uh, you know, it's it's experimental comedy, uh, kind of two-man live, kind of sketch, kind of stand I don't know what it is. Uh, but I can tell you this. We like to torture Ray Harrington a little bit on stage, which is my favorite thing in the world. Uh, so we filmed this porno. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, we're going to be doing a bit that I think is really fun with the Ouija board that I'm really, really excited for. Um, and we're closing the show with our own live retelling of the original Halloween. But it's not what we usually do for our retellings. Mm. And it's going to be probably the most ambitious thing we've done on stage. Yes.
2: Yes, absolutely. Right?
1: Yeah, it's, it's going to be crazy how I'm many very, hours
0: do you think you guys put into this stuff before you go on stage
1: oh my god i don't know i mean we put how many hours did we put in today just just like writing uh five and a half today five and a half today wow. and then we did probably like what four on saturday yep and then five the previous saturday There's a ton of props that go into this too <laughs> um plus brad is doing we're, you know brad flyers at like 40 places physically yeah, yeah. wow uh, hopefully we're gonna do um a uh a a video to promote it. I, I want to take a video from our last Halloween spectacular yeah. and put it up. Um but it's it's we put a lot of work into it. But I, I really am proud of it and it's gonna be it's gonna be awesome. And if you like Halloween, honestly, I say it's for people who are fans of like the Simpsons like Treehouse of Horror episodes. Okay, yeah, yeah. So if you like Halloween, but you're like, I'm an adult, I'm not gonna go to a crazy Halloween party, this is the Halloween. thing for you. Yeah, it's it's a Halloween comedy show that's really fun, really out there, and really uh it's a you know there's going to be some
2: shocking moments that I think are going to be very, yeah. very fun. And people can get more information at chuckandbradpodcast.com. That's right. You guys um, have
0: such a good website, by the way. Thank you. I have such website you. envy.
2: You like your, that website?
0: Yeah, Dude, that
1: was, took – it was so hard for me. Did I, you make it? Yeah, I designed every part Holy of it. Holy fuck. So Gina – I trying to get like whoever yeah. did it your name because I need to make one. Chuck but... Staten is the name. So Gina oh. – so you know our main artwork with uh, how it looks like a streaming service but it's my, my face yeah. and Brad's face? Sure. Gina, my girlfriend – uh, designed a stew. designed that yes. a beautiful stew, right? <laughs> and uh, and then basically I was like, all right, well, I made the logo. She she came up with the idea of it. Then I actually made it. Then I was like, how do we turn this into a website? What do we want on our website? And it took me uh, a long time. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm very proud of our website too. So I appreciate that. Yeah, it's yeah. like
0: really good. Thank you, thank you it very much. And you can the topic, and it brings you to the episodes. Mm, yeah. I know you have no free time, so I will not bother you. Yeah. A <laughs> I
1: okay. will say I made it from Wix. I went to Wix. It's drag and drop. You've got to be good at Photoshop to make all the elements, Yeah, no, I, but then you can no. just do it. Yeah, None I of hear you. Stuff. Yeah. Uh,
0: where can people find your personal social medias if, if that's something you also promote?
1: Uh, yes, I'm at Discount Chuck. Discount Chuck on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Brad is at Brad Roar. That's R-O-H-R-E-R, Brad Roar. And then, yeah, ChuckAndBradPodcast.com is where you go for all the podcast info, and I think you can go to ricomedyconnection.com to buy tickets for Chuck and Brad's Halloween Spooktacular, October 27th at the Comedy Connection East Providence, Rhode Island. 8 p.m. And 8 you're
0: going to be at Comic-Con in November. Yep. And the, following we'll be, the following
2: weekend. It's the following weekend. And
0: where, you perform, where people can see you performing at uh, your comedy. Uh,
2: wherever they tell us. <laughs> <laughs> no, I okay, mean, like,
0: for you, like, per, like. You oh, at Prov- Providence,
2: all right. So, uh, so uh, when, when is this going to go up?
0: Uh, before the 20, I can have it on my goals Monday.
2: That's fine. Um, I'm actually not performing on the 25th. And then on the 1st, we'll be at uh, Comic-Con. And I don't know if I'll get over to Pig to do a show. Um, so starting, I guess, November 8th, I'll be back at the Providence Improv Guild. You can get more information at improvpig.com. But I'm there pretty much every Friday night uh, at 8 p.m. Tickets are just $5. And my group is called Just for Tonight.
0: And if we have like another 20 minutes, do you want to list everything that you've done <laughs> yes. to follow? You've motif, Mortality. Yeah, no, 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 it's fine. I- Steve Day. Yeah, look for my
1: articles in Providence Monthly and the Bay Magazine and Motif. And if you like tell them Steve Dave if I work on uh, the majority of the videos that you see on their Patreon.
0: Your pilot. Don't forget that you worked on. Oh yeah.
1: And then oh, and yeah, Ray and I, Ray oh. and Harrington and uh, Derek Furtado and myself worked on uh Undependent, which we had a screening of the comedy connection, and hopefully more of that is to come, but we'll see. When do you
0: fly out to LA to start selling? Yeah.
1: Oh my god, I wish. I wish. We that's have a producer it. who's kind of like in the industry. He oh, produced that's awesome. he produced uh, the the, do- the Back to the Future documentary back in time. Oh that was really and good. And Ghost I Heads, the Ghostbusters. I love Warner. that one too. And Holy so shit. he's and the like, producer on this, he's the one who like, funded uh, the whole project
0: Ray's documentary was like was be a pretty, man really good too. yeah Yeah.
1: so we're hoping that he can kind of get us in yeah. but we're, you know we're trying
0: That's like, so many producers out there and I used to would, I would say that before jokingly but now I'm like no I actually know for a fact that there's actually a few that listen
1: yeah it's oh like, really yeah. yeah someone
0: help hook him up oh thank you guys so much yeah 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 thank, thank, you. thank you for having us, having
1: us man awesome oh, nice stretch nice. The Biggest Show in the Smallest Stained returns November 1st through the 3rd. Join us in the family truckster to the Griswold Family Reunion featuring Chevy Chase. Meet legendary comic
2: book artists and cast members from Game of Thrones, Stranger Things, Star Trek, Marvel, and more at Rhode Island Comic Con. Presented by Cardi's Furniture and Mattresses. Buy tickets now at ricomiccon.com, the Dunkin' Donut Center box office, or any toy vault location.